Hare Krishna. So, Shrimad Bhagavatam begins with the first three verses which we chanted. And after that, it starts the conversation between Sutta Goswami and Shona Kadhi Rishis. So, this is the first canto. <clears throat> so, 88,000 Rishis, they gathered at Nagisharanya. 88 is a huge number. And they gathered at Naimisharanya to perform a sacrifice for world peace. But they, in the sacrifice was stopped because Sutta Goswami came there. Sutta Goswami was a Mahabhagavata. He is a great Paramahamsa Vaishnava. And they all took shelter of Sutta Goswami and abandoned the Yajna which was going on. The reason being that this is not the time for doing Yajna. Hmm? So, why, for what purpose did the yagya was yagya started? The yagya was started to attract Mahabhagavatas like Sutta Goswami. And when they came, they stopped the yagya. And they put forward six questions about Lord Krishna, his name, his fame uh, to Sutta Goswami. And from there, the Bhagavatam begins. Now, who is Sutta Goswami? We need to understand. Sutta Goswami was coming from, he, he got an opportunity, got the fortune to hear Srimad Bhagavatam from Shukdev Goswami. Shukdev Goswami was the son of Yasadev and he narrated the whole Srimad Bhagavatam in seven days to Maharaj Parikshit on the banks of river Ganges. When Shukdev Goswami was reciting Bhagavatam to Maharaj Parikshit, Sutta Goswami was sitting next to him. And that's why Shukdev Goswami's attention was not on Maharaj Parikshit but also on Sutta Goswami. Because Sutta Goswami was the one who was supposed to spread the culture of Bhagavad Dharma. Huh? <clears throat> then, Sutta Goswami explains about uh, uh, about the various uh, ways of the, I mean, the divine and divinity about the supreme personality of God and how one can attain Him. And then he describes about the various incarnations. There are various incarnations mentioned in uh, various places. There are incarnations mentioned. So here in the in the third chapter. Uh, talks about various incarnations and after uh, describing all the karma, uh, kurma, matsya, rama and so many other incarnations, Sutta Goswami finally says that Ete chancha kala pumsam krishnas to bhagavan swayam indra uh, and because all the uh, incarnations are actually ansha or the ansha of Lord Shri Krishna uh, and he is establishing here as Krishna the supreme personality of Godhead. In this way, the that it also describes about Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam Brahma Samitam how Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam is not different from Krishna. Just like we have various incarnations like Kurma, Varaha, Narsingha, Vamana. Similarly, Srimad Bhagavatam is also one of the incarnations. Srimad Bhagavatam is the book incarnation of Lord Krishna. We might see this is an ordinary book. But it's not it's just not an ordinary book. This is Srimad Bhagavatam is non different from Krishna. In, in Srimad Bhagavatam, or in various other Puranas, this Srimad Bhagavatam is described as one of the incarnations of Lord Krishna. It is also when, when Lord Krishna departed for the spiritual world. At that time, Sutta Goswami says that <clears throat> at that time, Puranarko Adunoditaha, at that time, Lord Srimad Bhagavatam manifested uh, from Lord Krishna personally is present in this in this form of Srimad Bhagavatam. <clears throat> then Vedavyas uh, Vedavyas, he was, it is explained in the Srimad Bhagavatam 4th chapter that Vedavyas was very sad. Vedavyas ji, he was, who was he? 
he was a literary incarnation of lord krishna a incarnation which krishna took especially for writing books and that personality uh, what did he what did he write what did he not write i'll say he wrote he divided one veda into four right he wrote upanishads he wrote puranas he wrote itihasas you know so many things he wrote but after writing all these books vedavyas was still sad imagine there is an author who, who writes you can win you can lose you can become million and all this he himself is a beggar or he himself is a loser in his life so vedavyas he wrote so many so many subject matters elaborately what was his purpose the purpose was so that people in general can understand that but unfortunately uh, vedavyas thought that whatever i am writing is not able to transform the life of others because it is not transforming my own life huh? so all this uh, when vedas were divided into four people not were able to understand what are the what is the real purport of the vedas that's why vedavyas uh, he further elaborated in, in the essence of the vedas in the form of puranas there are 18 puranas there are there are six satvik puranas six tamasik puranas six rajasik puranas so vaishnavas take shelter of satvik puranas one of them is shrimad one of the them is shrimad bhagavatam the topmost vedavyas compiled actually when vedavyas compiled 18 puranas shrimad bhagavatam was also compiled but in a concise form and he did not knew about the glories of bhagavatam so when vedavyas ji when he compiled that 18 puranas after that he compiled mahabharat mahabharat is a khichdi how is a khichdi hmm? because when he, he neither he glorified krishna completely hmm? neither he glorified pure devotional service completely ha huh? so it was a mix of everything if you read bhagavad gita it is very difficult to understand it's only because of bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupada's commentaries that we are able to relate to bhagavad gita otherwise if you see bhagavad gita as a part of mahabharata it is very difficult it is a challenging aspect whether to and how to understand uh, krishna the supreme personality god and how to give our life to him so vedavyas was morose he was sad he was he was in a very uh, despondent i'll say disappointed with himself ki what is the problem with me and the narad ji comes whenever one is sincere in practicing krishna consciousness when one is sincerely endeavoring on the path of bhakti what happens lord krishna is in our heart he takes a note of it and he makes appropriate arrangements so narad ji came there narad ji came and he chastised who vyasadev for initially glorified you know there is a way to chastise people first you glorify then you chastise then you again glorify mm-hmm. sandwich if when you also want to you know glorify people you know chastise people use this technique first you glorify then you chastise heavily Huh? Then you again you glorify, yeah. and in this way they they themselves will not realize what's going on. Is he glorifying me or chastising me? <laughs> hmm? So Naraji did the same thing. He glorified initially. Wow, Vyasadev, very nice. You 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 compiled so many Puranas, so many Vedas. You divided one Veda into four. You know, you wrote Mahabharata, and they said you are useless. Why did you write Mahabharata? It's such confusing literature. I'm not saying this. Naraji is saying this. so and then uh, he told narada tell the, told that the reason why you are sad because you did not write a literature which exclusively talks about pure devotional service a literature which uh, talks exclusively about krishna and his various incarnations and it does not talk about kaitab dharma that's why when vedavyas wrote bhagavatam he uh, the under directions of narad muni vedavyas ji 
edited the previous version which he compiled and uh, came up with a new version which he called as Srimad Bhagavatam Mahapurana. And there in the second verse itself he says, Dharma Projita Kaitavatra Paramo. In this literature, all the Kaitav Dharmas are, are completely rejected. So those who want to take shelter of pure devotional service, Lord Shri Krishna exclusively, then this literature is for them. Otherwise, you can stop here and you can go back. Okay. So then further, there was a discussion, elaborate discussion with Naraji and uh, Vedavyaji on the glories of Bhagavatam. And Naraji himself explained Vedavyaji about his own personal life. Naraji was a previous life. He was a Dasi Putra. Uh, he was a son of a maid servant. And he got opportunity that he was serving in a house of a Brahmana. And in that house, saintly people, Bhakti Vedantas, they used to come and reside for Chaturmasya. For Chaturmasya as a time, usually in ancient times, Chaturmasya was a time when nobody used to travel. They used to stay at one place and perform the devotional service. So, Narad Muni's mother got opportunity to serve such saintly people because she was a maid servant in the house of a Brahmana. And Narad Muni also got to associate with such people. And when they were closely associating with uh, Narad, this little boy was closely associating with this Bhaktivedanta, four of them, you know, they, they saw that this little boy is not interested in sports and so many things. He is very peacefully sitting and hearing Harikatha. So they are very pleased. And Narad Muni ate the remnants. Eating remnants of a pure devotee, such great souls, purifies our existence. And hearing Harikatha from such people, that also purifies our existence. When we see a sadhu, genuine sadhu, we, ha- we have to build our character, we have to build our personality on the life of the on the life of the sadhu. We have to carefully analyze such great persons. And we, can, we should try to build our character and our nature based on their uh, their life. So uh, this four Bhakti Vedantas, they initiated little boy and they left. And after this, after they left, Narad Muni, Narad Muni's mother left the world and then Narad Muni was all alone and he traveled to, towards the north. And when he reached uh, a certain place, he, he, he heard about the uh, Lord's form and he started meditating on the Lord's form. And when this little boy was meditating on it, then he, the Lord actually gave him darshan. And he was so happy, little boy, five, six years old boy, he was very happy to see the Lord in his heart. But then Lord disappeared. And, the, and then that, the little boy was disturbed. You know, if you, if you give a boy a toy and all of a sudden you take it away, what will happen? He'll get disturbed. I have three kids, I know. If I give something to them, if I take it away, I'm finished, you know. It will be very difficult. So that little boy was very anxious. He said, where are you, my dear Lord? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And the Lord spoke that in this life, you won't be able to see me again. Hmm? Because I just, to increase your greed, I gave you darshan. And then what happened? After, after the Lord disappeared, after this instruction, the Lord told him that you, you travel across the world speaking about my name, fame and pastimes. So, this little boy uh, lived his life glorifying the Krishna's name, fame and pastimes all across the world. He was traveling. One should speak Harikatha boldly and fearlessly, neglecting all the formalities of the material world. One should speak about Krishna Katha. Uh, one should engage arts and service of the Lord. And that's what little boy did. 
further uh there is a conversation between uh, further sutta goswami describes about the son of uh, uh drona na son of drona was punished actually parikshit maharaj uh, sorry shonaka adirishis were wanted to inquire about parikshit maharaj who is parikshit maharaj and how how did uh, he get an opportunity to hear from from uh, shuddha goswami but uh shonaka adirishis started to speak about krishna and how how uh, ashwatthama he was uh, a, a person who was very envious uh, and he wanted to kill the pandavas he wanted to finish the pandavas and that's why <clears throat> when uh, uh, <clears throat> when uh, parikshit maharaj was in the womb of the mother he sent six brahmastras five directed towards the pandavas and one was directed towards parikshit so what happened was lord krishna is a, is a supreme lord and he he could he was in a position to rescue his dear devotees so this pandavas were very very powerful usually what happens the devotees pray to krishna and they then krishna helps in kinsa intervenes but here the pandavas were not in a position to do anything although they are very powerful personalities but they were not in a position to do anything that's why the supreme lord uh, he uses brahm use, uses uh, sudarshan chakra and nullified all the five brahmastras and what happened at that time uh, our uh, kunti maharani was offering prayers to lord krishna lord krishna actually the war was over he established yudhishthira maharaj as a king i mean the yagya was the whole yagya anushthan and uh, establishment was yet to be done but it was understood that yudhishthira maharaj now will be king so lord krishna was on his way departing for dwarka kunti maharani understanding that although he is his nephew but she uh, lord krishna is in her nephew but still he is a supreme lord so she was offering various prayers to lord shri krishna ha huh? and uh, while offering those various various prayers uttara came running all of a sudden and uttara started saying my dear krishna 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 mahabhav this this brahmastra is been directed towards my son and parikshit was the last person in the family of the pandavas and uttara was very worried that what will happen if parikshit dies how will the dynasty go, go ahead and that's what happened was that parikshit maharaj was in deep trouble imagine some these days the the children are been aborted and such a painful thing is there huh? and here also the situation was in somebody like ashwatthama was trying to kill a boy in the womb of his mother and lord krishna personally entered the womb of his mother lord krishna personally entered the womb of the mother and started sarakimam letting parikshit maharaj and he used two weapons here for for saving the pandavas lord krishna used only sudarshan chakra but here he used two weapons club and sudarshan our commentators are saying he used two weapons because he was a, he was thinking that if one fails other should be there because he was so much in uh, love with parikshit maharaj because parikshit maharaj was a great devotee of the lord so he wanted to protect parikshit maharaj in all the circumstances and that's why lord was circumventing him and parikshit maharaj actually saw saw krishna he was anger in his angry form he was his eyes were red when devotees are in trouble krishna becomes angry lord krishna sudarshan is always there for the protection of the devotees you should have this faith you should have this faith that we are performing devotional service to the lord so krishna is there to protect us so <clears throat> then 
Yudhishthira Maharaj, while Krishna, while this was happening, Yudhishthira Maharaj came there. Yudhishthira Maharaj said, "My dear Lord, please do not go, because I don't want to accept the kingdom." Imagine the whole war was fought for Yudhishthira Maharaj to make him the king, and he was saying, "I don't want to accept the kingdom. I'm sorry. You can please look for someone else, please." Uh, so what is what is wrong? So he said, "No, no. Because of me, sixty-four crore people were killed. I do, I am responsible for their killing. I just don't want to accept this kingdom." There are sixty-four people, sixty-four crore people fighting um, with each other on that battle of Mahabharata for eighteen days, and Yudhishthira Maharaj was considering himself responsible for this. And Yudhishthira Maharaj said to Krishna, "I won't. won't I don't want to accept the kingdom." Who started? Then all started counseling him. You know, we start the parents and everybody started counseling a person who said, "May I not do? May I not do?" Then all of a sudden, parents come, relatives come, everybody starts counseling, right? अरे मेरा बच्चा ऐसा नहीं करो बेटा ऐसा मत कर अच्छा खासा एडमिशन मिला है क्या मना कर रहा है सो हावर युदुष्य महाराज वॉज लाइक दैट एंड धोमे ऋषि वेद व्यास यू नो ऑल द वेरियस अदर ऋषिंग युदुष्य महाराज एंड लॉर्ड कृष्ण हुईंग एवरीबडी Can you imagine? Adbhut Karmana Krishna was trying to convince someone, and someone is not getting convinced. Arey, he convinced Arjuna on the battle in the middle of the battle. You know, he took the chariot in the middle of the armies, and there he convinced Arjuna. Arjuna said to Krishna, "I cannot fight. I don't want to fight." Then Krishna said, "Okay, if you don't want to fight, I will make the announcement. Let's go back because Arjuna wants to take sannyas, right?" Arjuna doesn't want to fight, so should I make the announcement? Arjuna, let's go. You're the star. Arjuna wants to go. What should we do? And then, then Arjuna said, No, 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 no. Karpanne dosho pahato sabhava prushamitam dharma samuda chetta yasre yasyaane shitam rohitanme shishaste maam shadi maam tamrapannam. Oh my dear Lord, I accept you as my guru. Please instruct me. So friend became a guru. So here, when when friend became a guru, then Krishna started chastising him. Why are you talking like a uh, Buddha? You're a nonsense person. Uh, and then the whole Bhagavad Gita was explained very nicely. And Arjuna saw Krishna's universal form. Arjuna saw how everything is is within Krishna. And Arjuna saw how all of them are already killed by Krishna. And Arjuna, when he saw that, he said, "Oh my God!" Till date, I was considering him my friend, my counselor, my this and that, my everything. Is he even a kyaakyaani karvaya? And now this Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. He is Adi Narayan. Huh? And now he he then he then he came in on reverence. He said, "Whatever you do, I will. Whatever you do, whatever you say, I will do. I will follow. Karishya vachanam tava. I will follow your instructions." And so my instruction is very simple: take the Gandhi and kill all these rascals. Huh? So that Krishna was not able to convince Sudhishthir Maharaj. Why? We need to understand this. Krishna is referred to as Adbhut Karmana. From outside, from outside, he was trying to convince Sudhishthir Maharaj. Veda Vyas was trying to convince Sudhishthir Maharaj. But Veda Vyas, who is he? Is ordinary person? No. इतने सारे शास्त्र लिख दिए, एक बत्तियों का निर्णय नहीं कर सकते क्या? we can easily convince bagat but krishna was not allowing yudhishthira maharaj to get convinced krishna's paramatma in the heart of yudhishthira maharaj 
he was residing in the heart of Vidushti Maharaj. He was not allowing Vidushti Maharaj to get convinced by the messages which were conveyed from outside. There was a similar situation when Krishna went as a peace messenger to meet Duryodhana. At that time, Duryodhana was saying that uh, I don't want to give anything. And Krishna says, why you don't want to give anything? Why don't you follow dharma? And uh, Yudhishthira Maharaj was, uh, so uh, Duryodhana said, Janamim dharmam. I know what is dharma. Nachame pravritti. But what to do? I am not inclined to follow that dharma. And Janamim dharmam. I know that I am following the path of dharma. But what to do? And Nachame nivritti. I cannot detach myself from that. That's my life story. Well, who is doing that? The one who is in the heart of everybody is also in my heart and is not allowing me to follow dharma. What to do? So here also Yudhishthira Maharaj was not been allowed by Lord Krishna in the heart to get convinced by all this all these discussions. Why? Because he wanted to glorify Pitamaha Nishma. That Pitamaha which fought for 400 years, he lived a life for 400 years, that Pitamaha who fought unlimited battles and never lost any battle. That Pitamaha who established dharma, who knew dharma as per time, place and circumstances. That Pitamaha, who was one of the Mahajanas, who was the one of the personalities who knew Bhagavad dharma, that Pitamaha is now was about to give up his body. And Krishna wanted that it is time is time is there now that he should be established as a Mahajana. People should know that Bhishma Pitamaha, although he fought on the side of Kauravas, but he is one of the greatest of the devotees for that reason. Yudhishthira Maharaj was put in that situation. Then Krishna said, Is it okay with you if, if we go to Pitamaha Bhishma and we hear from him? Will you accept whatever he says? He said, Yes. Whatever he says, I'll accept. I don't know about you. You might twist things, you know, Krishna. Sida khada nahi le sakte bhai. Baat par kaise barosa kare. But whatever, whatever he says, Pitamaha Bhishma says, I'll accept. Why? Because he knows as per time, place and circumstances, whatever, whatever dharma is, he knows. And that time everybody goes to Pita Mahabhishma and that is where he starts speaking about Krishna. And he says that, my dear Vijayastir, you consider Krishna as your friend, your counsellor, your well-wisher, you send him a messenger, you treated him like your servant all sometimes. That Krishna, who is Krishna? That Krishna. Yeshavai Bhagavan Sakshat Adyunarayana Puman that Krishna is Bhagavan Sakshat whatever he says to do you should do if he says not to do don't do it here he is saying accept the kingdom accept the kingdom and he he convinced Yudhishthira Maharaj to accept the kingdom and then he spoke elaborately on Dham Dharma Moksha Dharma and so many different subject matters and then he also spoke on Bhagavad Dharma what is Bhagavad Dharma? Shavanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Snoranam, Arjanam, Mandaram, Dasim, Sakya, Matvani. He spoke elaborately on this subject matters. On the bed of arrows. Imagine. If a needle pierces pierces in our body, if teeth, if we have some bad, one of, one of the tooth is in a bad shape, it uses pain, then, uh, and here Pita Mahavishma was on the bed of arrows. And he was speaking about the why, you know. Although he was on the bed of arrows, but those arrows were not affecting him. Because Krishna, by his 
looking glancing at Pitama Bhishma took away all his pain and for him he was slipping on the bed of flowers and that's why he was able to speak it's all glories of the lord krishna so <clears throat> then <clears throat> further uh, the departure of uh, uh, then the lord krishna departed for dwarka and lord krishna reached dwarka and there then again uh, shonagadrish is inquiring please explain about the birth of parikshit maharaj and then he then they described the past times how krishna protected uh, parikshit maharaj in the womb and then how parikshit maharaj was born and then parikshit maharaj has a lot of divine qualities so that is explained uh, uh, he was been comp- uh, the astrologers or the brahmanas they came and they said what is going to happen in future with parikshit maharaj they were narrated that he will subdue he will subdue kali he will do everything he will conquer the whole world his kingdom will be as glorious as yudhishthira maharaj's kingdom and he he will have mental equanimity like yudhishthira maharaj he will have uh, he will be charitable like shubhi maharaj so lot lot of comparison is been given in shrimad bhagavatam so the glories of parikshit maharaj were were uh, were described and in this way parikshit maharaj took birth <clears throat> and after that uh, there was a description about dhritarashtra maharaj quitting home now dhritarashtra maharaj uh, was very unusual dhritarashtra maharaj after the battle was over dhritarashtra maharaj was still staying with the pandavas mm-hmm. so uh, dhritarashtra maharaj quitted home vidura came and helped dhritarashtra maharaj to uh, dhritarashtra maharaj sorry vidura came and he told dhritarashtra maharaj ki ghar chodo abhi kutte ki zindagi mat jiyo he literally said that you are living a log of life of a dog you try you made an attempt to kill this pandavas throughout your life and now at the end of your at the end of your life you are trying to hmm, depend on this uh, pandavas only huh? so after that the there's a description about lord krishna's disappearance disappearance from the planet when lord krishna disappeared from the planet kaliyuga's influence started spreading kaliyuga already started because of lord krishna's presence on the planet he was not able to show its influence as soon as lord krishna departed kaliva started to show its influence and yudhishthira maharaj and the pandavas did not knew that krishna has departed but the symptoms showed and yudhishthira maharaj already sent arjuna to dwarka to find out what is happening when arjuna returned they realized that krishna has left and it was a shock for yudhishthira maharaj and how can krishna leave without informing us is such a close relationship arjuna krishna did not inform arjuna that he is leaving can you imagine such a intimate relationship krishna is like that he leaves braj and he says the braj says i will come back he never comes back he never comes back there is a problem huh. then then uh, then there was then how the kingdom was uh, how pandavas retired after krishna departed pandavas decided that there is no point in living now so they retired and they handed over the kingdom to parikshit maharaj and parikshit maharaj was ruling very nicely and he was able to conquer kali he was able to reward kali ha huh? what was the reward for kali he conquered kali he defeated kali and then kali asked for four places to stay so he gave the places four places to stay wherever there is meat eating where there is intoxication where there is illicit sex where there is gambling that places kali resides and also in the gold five places so this five places kali resides wherever you see coral and hypocrisy or you, that means that places either of these five things are happening or wherever you see these things that means kali is residing there 
So one has to be very, very careful. This age is full of horror and hypocrisy. So, so sane people, intelligent people, they keep away from these four places. The places where gambling is happening, intoxication is happening, meditating is happening, uh, illicit activities are happening. They stay away from these four places. And devotees also, they stay away from the gold anyways. If you have gold, we can discuss later how to use it. So, and then uh, there was a time in Parishit Maharaj's life that Parishit Maharaj was cursed by a Brahmana boy. Parishit Maharaj was a king kingdom of the whole world. He used to travel. And once he was, he used to travel in forest. So even once he was thirsty, he was hungry. And he happened to visit an hermitage of a Rishi, Shavnagarishi. And, and Shavnagarishi's place, Shavnagarishi was in meditation. Just like Prabhuji is sitting in meditation. Mm-hmm. So he was in a, he was in a deep meditation. Mm-hmm. Huh? And uh, Parishit Maharaj thought that I'm the kingdom, I'm, the, I'm their king, they should welcome me, but there was no welcome. Imagine Narendra Modi is, is coming and he happened to come to this house, you know, and the and the the owner the owners of this house are deep in the meditation. Our Prabhuji is in deep in meditation, and the Modiji is coming from outside Arek, and there is no welcome. So naturally, you know, there there is the people might get he might get disturbed. So Parishan Maharaj also disturbed because there was no welcome, and he was thirsty, he was hungry. So he, there was a dead snake which was lying there. Parishan Maharaj picked up the dead snake and put it on the neck of that Rishi. And this was heard by Shringi. And Shringi cursed Parishit Maharaj to die in seven days. Now Parishit Maharaj, when we hear something like this, what will you do? We'll put a case on him, we'll do this, we'll do that, you know. We'll try to see. But Parishit Maharaj did not take it that way. Parishit Maharaj saw that this curse actually is the hand of Krishna. And Parishit Maharaj, you know, this, this he took it as the will of the Lord. And Parishit Maharaj, although he was powerful enough to counteract that curse, he did not counteract that curse. He accepted things as it is. If you try to change the fate, it won't work. Parishit Maharaj accepted things and he decided to, to go on the banks of Ganges. So he handed over his kingdom to Janmejaya and he started walking on the banks of Ganges in a simple cloth. He gave everything, all the opulence and everything. While Parishit Maharaj was on the bank of river Ganges, this news spread everywhere across the world. And great saintly personalities they, from all across the world, they started coming to river Ganges. Narada, Vyasa, Parshuram, Devala, Asita, so many great personalities they came there. And Parishit Maharaj asked questions, various two questions especially two questions were how, what is that activity which one always has to perform and which is that activity which one has to perform and has only seven days left with him. Parishit Maharaj had only seven days with him. It was very, it was what will we do when we have only seven days left with us? Huh? What will we do? Which part of the world will have to go and enjoy? Huh? What can we do? So Parishit Maharaj decided that let me take shelter of a sadhu. So he went to the bank of river Ganges and then he met all these rishis and they're very happy to see Parikshit Maharaj that he took a vow of not eating anything, not 
or drinking anything and at that time when he was discussing with various other rishis all of a sudden vyasanandan shukadev goswami a 16 years old boy appeared there on the scene and as soon as shukadev goswami comes there all these great personalities who are thousands of thousands of years old they all stood up in respect to welcome shukadev goswami there is a science called as samudrik shastra psychognomic it's a deep science by which simply by looking at your looking face readers you know they are expert with this genuine face readers they can actually just look at you and they can tell you everything about you so there are 32 symptoms of a great personality so all the 32 symptoms of a great personality were in shukdev goswami so as soon as shukdev goswami came there all this great personality stood up in respect and at that time they all said parikshit maharaj because they were all inquisitive they were all in, they were all actually wanted to know how krishna is going to save parikshit maharaj krishna protected parikshit maharaj at the time of his birth now parikshit maharaj is about to give up his life now what is going to happen to him and krishna in the form of shukdev goswami as an acharya shukdev goswami walks in to save parikshit maharaj this is the glories of devotional service if you are sincere devotion devotees krishna will make arrangement if we might not be able to remember krishna krishna will appear in our mind if we have practiced sincere devotional service but due to some situation of ours at the time of death we are not able to remember him krishna will appear in our mind and he'll help us cross this ocean that's why our time energy we should sincerely practice devotional service honestly this ends the first canto of shrimad bhagavatam and the second canto it talks about uh, it talks about the first step in the god realization and the lord's presence in the heart of uh, i'm going to look, go a little faster okay please first canto was very crucial uh, so i'll move a bit faster now the second uh, the second the second chapter talks about the lord's presence in the hearts of everyone okay and then then it talks about how pure devotional service when you perform now there is something called as mixed devotional service There is something called as pure devotional service. When there is a desire for sense enjoyment, and then also we are performing devotional service, that is mixed devotional service. Then there is something called as pure devotional, unalloyed devotional service. Anya bilashita shunyam gyana karma dhyanavritam anu kulane krishnaru shilana bhakti ruttama. And when one performs bhakti only for the pleasure of the Lord, for loving Him, our relationships in this material world are all complex. every relationship we have here no one no 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 none of us are satisfied with each other look all of you laughing that is definitely the truth everything is compromised in my introduction he forgot to tell that i am also a relationship coach i got trained from us from one of the universities so i understand the subtlety of relationships Yeah. and every most of the relationships they're all dissatisfied relationship compromise compromise gaadi chal rahi hai ha bas chal rahi hai so we need to understand by performing pure devotional service we can actually develop relationship with krishna ha tumhe wo mata che pita tumhe wo tumhe wo bandh he is our real father he is our real mother tumhe wo bandh is our real friend is our real sakha you know so 
all our relationship here in this material world are perverted relationships our original relationships our what is our uh, original uh, identity is that we are servants of krishna jivera swarupa krishna nita das so we have to serve krishna uh, we have krishna wants that we should develop a loving relationship with him in all these four rasas any of the four rasas we and that happens naturally but what happens is we have we are so we are so much in this relationships here uh, that we are practicing devotees we are practicing krishna consciousness but we are not making any sincere effort to come out of that comfort zone and accept krishna as of our everything and try to develop a relationship with him how will one develop a relationship with him by regularly hearing about krishna when a, how does a boy falls in love with a girl simple right uh, the girl, the boy actually uh, tries to he, he gets attracted he sees that girl right and then he tries to know more about her uska number kya hai kahan rehti hai facebook linkedin everywhere he'll try to look for that instagram and they try to hear more and more and try to know who are her friends everything uh, and try to know more about her and then the attraction increases right the same thing when we know about krishna as the supreme lord he is our supreme friend he is our everything and we should try to more hear more and more about him his name his form his past times we chant his we chant his names in this way our relationship with him will gradually gradually evolve and develop so how does a, a, a mother get attached to a child or parents get attached to a child because right from the early age when the child is born उसका टट्टी साफ करना उसको खिलाना उसको पिलाना है ना उसमें हंसना क्या है तो करते हैं माता पिता है सब कुछ उसका सब कुछ करना देखभाल करना उसको नहलाना धुलाना है खाना खिलाना रोज एवरीडे दिस दिस गोज ऑन दिस एवरीडे एक्टिविटी राइट एवरीडे बेसिस मदर एंड फादर दे सर्व एम फादर मेक्स अरेंजमेंट फॉर मेकिंग एम मेकिंग अरेंजमेंट सो दैट माई माई डॉटर माई सन कैन गेट बेस्ट फैसिलिटीज सो बिचारा ही स्टार्ट अर्निंग एक्स्ट्रा he he works extra uh and uh, you know and mother she also makes best of the arrangement for a child that he oh my lala should become healthy you know vitamin d is less vitamin c is less this is less this is that is less so so uh, do everything put an effort and that what happens that gradually gradually when the uh, you know uh, when that care has been taken in this way the attachment develops the same attachment one has to do for krishna you should have krishna in this in the house you should in the form of the deities and we should bathe the lord on every day basis worship him you know offer bhoga to him and this way gradually gradually serving 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 some develop attachment for krishna ha huh? the same siddhant hai koi alag nahi hai this is the same siddhant that applies uh, for krishna also the object of love should be krishna we are not we are not asking you to give up other object of love ha huh? they should we should also love them continue or labor from internally from from inside we should be attached to supreme lord and try to develop relationship with him problem with us is that when, when we develop renunciation ghar pe jhagda ho jata hai to kya hota hai bahar se vairagya dikhta hai aur andar se asakti hai bahar se vairagya hota hai from outside we show we are very detached and from inside we are very attached and then that that creates a lot of problem so when when there is there are problems you should understand the reality of this when you uh, understand the reality of this material world reality of this relationships and all these relationships are you know temporary and and they're all compromised relationship no none of us are happy actually because our relationship actual relationship is with krishna so when we develop our that relationship 
when that is sorted then everything will be sorted so and then sutra goswami talks about shukde goswami talks about now from this second canto onward shukde goswami starts speaking to parishit maharaj so sutra goswami is relaying what shukde goswami and parishit maharaj has discussed so they talk about the process of creation how krishna is the causes of all the causes and then there is a prayer special prayers called purusha sukta so how they were offered to uh, lord krishna by the dev- devatas and there are very special scheduled incarnations again also shukde goswami is mentioning that and then question, and parishit maharaj asks so many questions and shukde goswami answers one by one all the all those questions and he uh, shukde goswami confirms with all of for all of us that shrimad bhagavatam actually is the answers for all your questions parishit maharaj all our questions no questions which we have and questions which we don't have everything is answered in shrimad bhagavatam so we have to if bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur says if all the books in the world were destroyed and if shrimad bhagavatam remain that is sufficient in, in itself to go to guide the entire human society it has everything in it all the all, for for everybody everything is there in this so this is the shrimad bhagavatam is the answer to all the questions is the topmost science in different universities across the world shrimad bhagavatam has been studied and the commentaries of the acharyas like rupa goswami i was in mit university at that time i met a professor there and he was a fan of rupa goswami's writings i was shocked i said that our devotees they ha- they don't know about rupa goswami's writings and this here is a person from the university vice chancellor he is t- he is telling to me that he is a fan of rupa goswami's writings so that is that is that is that is a story and then <clears throat> that completes the second canto of shrimad bhagavatam in the third canto of shrimad bhagavatam it is mentioned that uh, vidurji you know vidurji was kicked out by duryodhana before the war actually took before the war actually happened and uh, uh, vidura was kicked out by duryodhana from the from hastinapur and vidura took sanyas and he was traveling all across the bharat bhumi and then he when he, while he was traveling across the bharat bhumi he came across various various sadhus various various personalities and then he met uddhav ji in vrindavan when he met uddhav ji in vrindavan they discuss about and vidura did not know that krishna has disappeared the war has over he did not know anything so when he met uddhav ji there he understood from uddhav ji that lord krishna has departed all the now is yudhishthira is the king the whole whole pandavas uh now the 64 crore people have died only the pandavas are remaining kauravas have all left dhritarashtra maharaj is still certifying in the house of yudhishthir maharaj's house so everything was everything was revealed to him and vidura vidura uh he when he heard that he was so sad and then they vidura and uddhav ji they started remembering krishna's past times in vrindavan because vidura when he met uddhav ji it was in vrindavan and they were remembering krishna's name fame pastimes and they were crying and crying and crying uddhav ji fell unconscious while discussing this krishna's pastimes and yudhira said wow such a personality huh he's remembering krishna and he's feeling unconscious i need to take shelter of uddhav ji so vidura says i want to be i want to become your disciple please accept me as your disciple uddhava says you're senior to me how can i accept you as my disciple lord krishna while departing from this planet he he gave special inter- instructions to maitreya muni 
when lord krishna was departing from the planet maitre rishi and uddhava they both were associating with lord krishna just moment few moments before he left at that time lord krishna kept some special instructions with maitre rishi so uddhav ji says you are senior to me in all respects i cannot accept you as my uh, disciple and i i cannot become your guru so you go to maitre rishi haridwar he is waiting for you please go there so vidura started to cry the lord krishna before he departed he remembered me imagine a sadhu who is departing from the world and he remembers your name and he keeps some instructions for you imagine your gurudev is or gurudev or his sadhu is departing the world and he says that abhyankar krishna prabhu ke liye sandesh rakha hai kuch this there is some message been kept for abhyankar krishna prabhu so what will happen to him oh my god some message has been kept for me so vidura went running to haridwar he went he went there and uh, took shelter of maitreya rishi and then there was a dis- there is a lot of discussion between vidura and maitreya on uh, how the manifestation of brahma how the garbhodaksha vishnu uh, creates everything and how brahma creates uh, the different uh, how makes this creation so all these things are explained in detail about the calculation of time calculation of the atoms and then there is a description about the creation of then about the four kumaras uh, uh, the four kumaras uh, going to vaikuntha and then cursing jayan vijaya and jayan vijaya then they, they fell down from the uh, they fell down and they had to become uh, in three three births as demons so that all things are explained in detail and then there is a conversation between uh, uh, manu maharaj and kardama You know, Kardam Rishi was been told by Brahma Ji that to get married. So Brahma Ji, Kardam Rishi did not go looking for a wife because you know it's very difficult to find find a wife uh, finding the husband or husband finding the wife on their own. कि क्यों? Why it is difficult? Because अभी अच्छे से जम रहा है आगे जाके जमेगा नहीं जमेगा समस्या समस्या है. So my Kardam Rishi thought the best way. is that i will approach krishna directly so kardam muni performed severe austerities just to please krishna and krishna manifested in front of him lord lord vishnu uh, and he uh, he asks that whom shall i get married is such a confusing thing it's a big thing choosing an appropriate person for marriage is a very big thing because the whole life has to be spent with that these days relationships are taken very cheaply at the first at the first sight of attraction they they promise that they will live for whole life and not even 6 months the marriage goes a lot of money is been spent and it is very difficult to find appropriate person so kardamuni decided why should i struggle all this better i will ask krishna because he is in our heart and he knows what is best for me so let krishna make the best arrangement for me so let krishna find the wife for me so he he did seer tapasya the lord lord manifested in front of him and then the lord told that Swamba Manu's daughter, Devoti is the best suited wife for you. After three days, it will they will come and they will hand over everything to you. So it is said that Devoti, although she was like a, she was like a, a daughter of a king, Manu Maharaj ki putri, daughter of a king. So she was like Parvati, and Kardama Muni was like Shiva, Fakad Baba. Shivji has nothing. Shivji has nothing. He stays in a. Under a tree, that's his house, and Mother Parvati serves Lord Shiva under a tree very nicely. So a comparison is made of Kardama and Devoti with Shiva and Parvati. Huh? Why? Because nature, 
both had the same kardamuni and shivji has same nature they don't they have no opulences they don't don't want anything they although they are very powerful than brahma but uh they don't want anything so they were living very simply that should be a nature of a devotee that they might be very very powerful but they should live simply hmm? and live a simple life not show off we should not show off things so <clears throat> kardamuni and devoti they they ex- they gave uh, ideal householder life how one should lead that is in the life of kardamuni and devoti devoti served kardamuni without reservation with with uh, she was a daughter of a king and there was no opulence here she was staying in a simple hut but she understood the situation and she served her husband accordingly because her husband was absorbed in devotional service so she gave up everything and she served her husband nicely all this ego and everything was kept aside and she served her husband very nicely so that when kardamuni <clears throat> actually when uh, uh kardamuni at- attained perfection at that time he asked his wife devoti what do you want he said i want children i said i will give you children no problem but i will take sanyas he said okay so they had nine daughters and one son kapila and when uh, uh, when the nine uh, when all of them came kardamuni went and took sanyas so uh, then further kapila muni <coughs> he instructed mother devoti on the science of krishna consciousness so that is described in the third canto of shrimad bhagavatam then uh, starts the fourth canto of bhagavatam third canto three cantos are clear hmm? what is there in that huh? overview huh? <clears throat> in the fourth canto begins with uh, daksha prajapati and lord shiva's fight hmm? sa sasurji damat fight hmm? there was a lord shiva <clears throat> sati uh, sati was the wife of lord shiva and uh, she was <clears throat> she heard that her father is organizing a yagna huh? so there was there was a history that daksha once organized a big sacrifice and uh, shivji was everybody was there and daksha had this consciousness that shivji is my son in law so he should respect me he was not seeing shiva as shiva he was seeing shiva as son in law hmm? so that son in law created lot of problems for daksha prajapati daksha prajapati when he came in that assembly or it was a big uh, assembly when all the devatas were there all the rishis were there brahma was there shiva was there and daksha prajapati entered the assembly and everybody stood up except for brahma so daksha prajapati was expecting that son in law should also rise so surji aaye bhai ud ja शिवजी अपना शिवजी सेटिस्फाइड इन हिमसेल्फ शिवजी वाज जस्ट कीपिंग क्वाइट एंड दैट ऑफेंडेड दक्ष प्रजापति एंड ही स्टार्टेड अब्यूजिंग लॉर्ड शिवा एंड दैट क्रिएटेड अ रिफ्ट बिटवीन द देवताज बिटवीन द ऋषिज एंड द शिवगनाज एंड दे स्टार्टेड फाइटिंग एंड टू अवॉइड द सिचुएशन शिवजी स्टार्टेड शूटिंग शिवजी जस्ट लेफ्ट द असेंबली लेफ्ट एंड देन देयर वाज अ डिस्कशन बिटवीन सती एंड लॉर्ड शिवा दैट आफ्टर आफ्टर सम इयर्स Uh, Sati, you know, she was not going to mother's house. Mother's house. Imagine, imagine a wife when she was the the relationship between the uh, father and the son-in-law are disturbed, and the 
and the the most disturbed is neither the father in law neither the neither the father neither the son in law the the most disturbed is the daughter so daughter was in big big trouble what should we do should, I, should if i go there they offended my husband if i don't go there i remember my my sisters my mother everything so there was a another such yagya been organized in at daksha prajapati's place and there was no invitation sent to lord shiva but sati she wanted to go and all the devatas they are purposely flying over kailash and they were indicating to sati that we are to going to your father's place you are coming or not i don't know why are you not coming it's a question mark you're not invited <laughs> you know devatas they are flying on the sky and the and the you know one the wife of the devata used to talk to sati sati you're not coming where oh you're home <laughs> Ladies are sometimes like that. Hmm? Ignite करते हैं fire को. Not talking about you. You're all devotees. We're talking about the devotees. So then they were asking. Uh, Sati was bewildered. What should I do? So she was going to the door, coming back, seeing Lord Shiva, and going to the door. Again, she said, "No, I should not go." So that was that was a puzzle which was going on, and finally Sati she decided, okay, let me go. And she decided to just walk on her own. And as soon as he started walking, immediately Lord Shiva said to all his associates, <laughs> security Z plus security Z, you know, immediately. So all the associates of Lord Shiva immediately the palanquin came. Parvati uh, Sati sat on the palanquin, and all the Nandi and everybody started, uh, you know, uh, all their गाजा बाजा हाँ गाजे बाजे के साथ सब चाह रहे थे बिकॉज दे हैड दे हैड कारवा है ना एंड दैट कारवा एंड ए ग्रैंड एंट्री ऑफ सती हैपन इन दैट असेंबली बट वेन शी केम देयर यू सॉ दैट देर वॉज नो प्लेस फॉर इवन लॉर्ड शिवा है ना नाइदर द मंत्राज वर स्टैंडर्ड शी सॉ एंड एवरीबडी वॉज सरप्राइज टू सी दती केम बिकॉज देर वॉज नो इन्विटेशन सो हाउ कैन How can someone go? She was asking Lord Shiva that you also come with me, and said, "Look, it doesn't look good that place where we are not invited. Why should we go there? We go there." He said, "That is not the place. That is my father's home. Your father-in-law. Yeah, his father-in-law. But you know, you know, I should also have my self-respect is there. We should not go to a place where you are not welcome. We are not respected." But Sati went there, and he saw that. There was no place for Lord Shiva, and there are no oblations been offered in the fire for Lord Shiva, and it offended her. Her father did not even look at her. Her sisters and the mother they came and they welcomed Sati. They hugged each other, but seeing Daksha Prajapati and Daksha Prajapati ignored completely, and seeing that it this was an offense to Lord Shiva, Sati said that Sati remembered that Lord Shiva used to tease Sati by calling her Dakshayani. and she screamed at the top of of her voice said you my dear father my husband he calls me dakshayani because my body is given by you today i want to give up that body because you don't worship my husband you criticize my husband you offend my husband i don't want to be called as your daughter and she manifested uh, the agni yoga agni and then she gave up her life and 
then gradually uh, that sati she took birth again as the daughter of himalayas she came as parvati and she again did lot of tapasya to gain to gain uh, lord shiva as the husband and she again got lord shiva as the husband for this and then there then comes there the past times of dhru maharaj and dhru maharaj was uh, the son of uttanapad uttanapad and he was a 4 5 years old boy and uh, there was a st- he had a step step mother and he had there was a step son dhruva and uttama so uttama sat on the lap of was sitting on the lap of the father so dhruva also wanted to go and sit on the lap of the father when he was making an attempt uttama's mother he took dhruva maharaj and threw him and dhruva was very hurted why did you do this to me to me why did you my mother why did you do this to me he said that if you want to sit on the lap of your father you have chosen a wrong mother now what should i do now go and perform tapasya to attain narayana take birth again in my womb and then you you are fit to become the king you know how much puff how was you are so puffed up huh? she was telling go and perform tapasya for to, Nar- to narayana then when narayana is pleased then by his mercy you can attend my womb no that you should react to for five years old boy what could have happened if dhruva maharaj could have sat on that nothing right huh? but she was considering herself so puffed up so much so much ego was there and so much this happens because of the post and positions and opulence so we had to very careful because time is very powerful how we are dealing with others you might be having such powers and positions you might be in a powerful situation but if you're not dealing properly with others who are not powerful then tables might turn time will change and that person will become powerful and you will become under him a lot of things i have seen practical example the whole world is seeing is saiwala becomes pm the tea seller of india in india he is a pm now and that country which did not allow him to enter that country is now welcoming him every now and then and they are around him all the time modi modi they do that we see practically times tables have turned times have changed we need to learn from the situation that you know we when we are in a powerful situation we are in an influential position influential situation we cannot use that for suppressing compressing depressing people because time is powerful they will become very powerful and then you and you might land in difficulty here dhru maharaj's mother was very puffed because she was a queen and who was favored by her uh, her husband who the king so dhru maharaj went crying to his mother suniti and he asked what should i do my dear mother mother said do not have any disrespect for your suruchi your mother suruchi whatever she has said is truth go and take shelter of narayan she did not say let's go and let's go let's go and put a case on her how did not she allow you to sit on the lap i want to see that no whatever your mother has said is correct go and take shelter of narayan where is narayan my dear mom is in the forest just go a fire soul boy starts walking to the forest narad muni 
was indicate narad muni comes there and meets dhruva maharaj and tries to test him dhruva what is your problem why why are you why, why are you going at this age where are you going said i want to attend narayana for what well i want a position which is greater than my father my great grandfather i want a position which is greater than brahma i said baba you are a small kid come with me i will talk to your father and give and he will make you the king he'll make you he'll make you sit on that position don't worry marriage i don't want this i want a position which is greater than brahma he said greater than brahma but this is not your age to perform devotional service how can you attend narayan it's very difficult narayan is not attainable easily he said if you can help me otherwise my mother has already told me how to attend narayana i will go to the forest and do whatever i can but you should not discourage me like this you are the you are the acharya of bhakti you have so many famous disciples and why are you discouraging me and narayan said okay he he saw the kshatriya blood in him that he was so adamant and he was so convinced that he want to attend narayana that conviction when when it comes in our life na our life will also become perfect it is just a conviction that unflinching faith he had in naradmani he had unflinching faith in the institutions of his mother and he has unflinching faith in the supreme lord that i can attain him that conviction is lacking on us we are chanting but we don't have faith in chanting when we chant with faith and devotion results will get better results chanting with faith and devotion is very important devotional service with faith and devotion is very important that yields result otherwise whatever we are doing it will give us result but you know it will be long long after long long time will be might get the result but here if we have if we do things with faith and devotion we'll get immediate results so narad muni said to dhruva maharaj okay i'm convinced go to vrindavan from straight here go to vrindavan go to madhuvan there six months follow this 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 the first month this second month this third month this fourth month this fifth month this six month this chant this om namo bhagavate vasudevaya and by my blessings lord will stand in front of you the lord will stand in front of you next six six months said okay gurudev he circumlated narad muni and left dhruva maharaj had in perfection in six months Uh-huh. so when uh, after that there the, after that dhruva maharaj uh, there was a there was a fight between dhruva maharaj and the yakshas uh, uttama was killed and, uh, and dhruva maharaj got upset and dhruva maharaj went and killed all the, so many yakshas and the yakshas uh, 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 they were they were controlled by what was his name uh, this, uh, our Kubera ji, so Kubera came, convinced yeah, Dhruva Maharaj, and Manu Manu Maharaj came, convinced Dhruva Maharaj that not to fall. This is not a Vaishnava way, you know. And then Dhruva Maharaj uh, gave it up, and then Dhruva Maharaj practiced uh, serious Krishna consciousness again, and he perfected his life. He went to the abode of the Lord. Then then comes the story of uh, King Vena. We'll take a break in five minutes. <clears throat> then comes the story of a uh, King Vena. Uh, King Vena was a uh, was a person who was uh, uh, who was in the line of Dhruva Maharaj, but Vena was atheistic. The king was atheistic. He was killed by the 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 rishis. The rishis cursed him to die. And then from Vena's body uh, came Prithu Maharaj, the Lord's incarnation. Prithu and uh, uh, his his wife. So <clears throat> so when Prithu Maharaj uh, came, Prithu Maharaj was one of the best kings. 
all the divisions all over the world which we see towns and town planning and everything was actually done by prithu maharaj so prithu maharaj uh, Uh, did one 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 hundred sacrifices and Lord Vishnu appeared in the sacrificial arena of Prithu Maharaj and there was a there was a Prithu Maharaj also met four Kumaras and how how should one rule the kingdom Prithu Maharaj is an ideal example there is a speech given by Prithu Maharaj one if one has to become a ideal administrator one should read the life of Prithu Maharaj and then <clears throat> and then further there was a there was a disc there was a description about. Uh, about narad muni uh, meeting uh, puranjana puranjana was also a king who was very attached to karmakanda activities and he used to kill many innocent animals so narad muni told him that if you kill innocent animals then you will then all these animals are also going to trouble you in the in the future so <clears throat> and then he was uh, he was uh, told narad muni told him about various pastimes about if, about uh, uh, chand uh, about king puranjana and he explained about the glories of devotional service by by uh, by telling him a story by telling him some uh, story by which king king uh, uh, prachin bhari he became a devotee of the lord so and then there comes a description about uh, the activities of prachetas who are prachetas and all these descriptions are there in the fourth canto so this ends the fourth canto so we'll take a small break uh, and we'll uh, we'll continue from fifth canto onwards hare krishna for one uh, uh dear bharat maharaj had to take two lives maharaj bharat was the personality who was ruling the whole world at a time and he <clears throat> he gave up everything for attaining perfection in his life he gave up his opulence he gave up his family and he went to the forest the importance of sadhu sangha can be understood from this particular history this particular incident why association of devotees is very important maharaj bharat a personality who gave up everything all his opulence all of all of his wife and children and all the uh, uh kingdom and everything and he went to the forest <clears throat> An incident happened in that forest while he was <clears throat> while he was sitting on meditation i mean he was uh, doing his uh devotional activities he saw that a deer was uh, a pregnant deer she her child uh, fell from the her womb and fell into the river because of a uh, because of the uh, roaring of a lion the deer got afraid and she gave the uh, her child dropped in the river and the child was floating so maharaj bharat it was very appropriate for maharaj bharat that he jumped and he saved that deer everything was fine till this time anybody should anybody could do this right but then bharat maharaj started thinking who will take care of the child because the mother died and bharat maharaj started taking care of that little deer in the forest all alone with the deer and uh, uh, just like uh, <clears throat> uh one takes care of his one one son or one family member bharat maharaj was taking care of a deer and he gradually gradually became so attached to the deer that day in and day out he was always thinking will thinking of it and when will the when will the deer come when it was going around so if it is not eaten by the tiger or lion you know he was very protective very caring for that deer so when <clears throat> so when uh, 
Bharat Maharaj became so attached. He did not realize that the time for his lifespan was getting was coming to an end. It is very essential that just before we leave our our body, we perfect our existence. We are all at the time of birth. Our time of death is destined. When are we going to die? So we have a limited amount of time. Fifty hours match. We know the target. We need to complete achieve that target in that amount of, you know, these days the life has reduced. Twenty hours match has come. Target remains the same. The life has shortened to twenty hours now, and we have to finish our everything in less amount of time. So here Bharat Maharaj was. Very attached to the deer, and with that attachment, he gave up his body, and he became a deer in the next birth. With what consciousness one leaves the body, that is very very important because one will attain that state to what was one was thinking. <clears throat> so when we are leaving the body, huh? when we are leaving the body, it is our if our whole life is been. Dotted, if he is engaged in the service of the Lord, thinking about it, remembering Krishna, chanting the holy names, then the time of the death naturally one will remember the supreme Lord. Otherwise, one will one will remember those to whom we are attached to. So Bharat Maharaj was attached to a deer, and he became a deer. But in the body of the deer also, he was able to remember his past life. Why? Because Bharat Maharaj was not an ordinary person. He was he was a devotee, and that's why. Bharat, as a deer, he was able to remember that he was Bharat in the previous birth, and he was lamenting that I gave up whole kingdom, whole opulence, and then I became attached to a deer. So Bharat Maharaj, as a deer, he realized this. He went to the Gandaki River and gave up his life there in the river itself. And that that Bharat, who became a deer, again became as Jada Bharat. But he he was born in a Brahmana family. And even when he was born in a Brahmana family, <laughs> he decided that this life I will not allow any chances. He was staying like a deaf and a dumb, dumb person. He was not speaking to anybody. Whatever situation brings him and him, he was accepting it. There was a situation. He was very hoofed, hoofed, hoofed person. He was very strong and shout. Ah, huh? very strong person. And uh, as a child, as a child, his father wanted Bharat Maharaj to uh, Jada Bharat to learn a lot of things, like how to chant Gayatri and everything. But he was completely deaf and dumb to everything. So his father and mother and everybody, all the relatives, declared him, declared him that he is a thagal, he is a mad person. Let's ignore him. Whatever we can do best with him, we will do. We'll feed him whatever we can. So. They used to do a lot of laborious service, labor work from him. He was like labor of the whole family. All the all the other simple simple activities, everything he was doing, and they used to give him what leftovers was given to Bharat. Can you imagine that a person who was a king of the whole world is now huh, eating the leftovers from the family which was given was which was given to him? We actually don't know who is who. Hmm? We really don't know who is who in this, so we have to be very, very careful with our dealings with others. Sometimes, you know, in Vrindavan, people who behave like mad, they are not mad. 
Vrindavan is a very transcendental place. There was there was there are people in in Braj they are staying like mendicants. They have thousands of thousands of crores of property with them. Their their families, their children, they come they come on regular basis. Papa, please come back. Papa, please come back. They are they are happy performing their devotional service in Braj in Braj. So they are very very powerful personalities. Also, they have given up everything. They are performing devotional service in Braj. I know a lot of I I have personally seen some examples. There's one person who is I cannot take his name. He's multi multi millionaire, but he stays as a sadhu in Braj. And his family, when they come, they come in big big cars, and they try to convince him to come back. There is no going back. So you never know actually who is who. So our dealings with others has to be careful. Even here also, when we see that, we might see some people who are in ignorance. They might be in, they might be drinking wine, this and all. Fine, but we should not, out of our superior position that we are in an elevated consciousness, we try to criticize them. We should not do that. We we will we will get reactions for them. So we are we have to be very very careful. Hmm? You are in a Mercedes Benz or a BMW. Somebody is going on a cycle. Doesn't mean that picks. You are superior, or he is inferior. <laughs> so <clears throat> one has to be very, very careful. So uh, Jada Bharat Ji was uh, he was been he was ignored by everyone and used by people, abused by people, and he used to simply tolerate because he did not want to risk anything in this life. He was conscious of his birth in the as a deer. He was conscious of his birth as Jada Bharat as Bharat Maharaj. This is all because of Krishna. From Krishna comes intelligence, remembrance, and everything. Krishna wanted him; he should remember that. So once Jada Bharat was was in the field gardening his uh, family's field from the birds and others. <clears throat> At that time, uh, uh, the dacoits were actually uh, the dacoits wanted someone. They were offering a sacrifice for Kali. They were doing some worship for Kali, and they wanted a very nice human being. Who will be sacrificed? Hmm? So they, they, the dacoits were looking for someone, and they found Jada Bharat Ji sitting like a dumb and deaf person. He said, "Perfect." They took him and they gave him a nice bath. He got a very he 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 never used to take bath also actually. He 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 got a he very uh, he got a nice bath. They fed him very nicely, and then now it was time for them to cut him off. So they put him on the. And uh, they put him on on the on that platform, and the pujari came with a big khada khadag, and he was about to cut off his neck. He did not react at all. There was no reaction from Chola Bharat's side. He was tough and dumb, and he decided if this is the will of the Lord, then I may I have to accept it. But Kali, Goddess Kali, could not tolerate that. Kali came out from the deity. He took that khadag. And he cut off the head of all the decoids, and saved a Paramahamsa Vaishnava like Jadavarat. That Jadavarat, who never uttered a single word in his entire lifetime, he was again was sitting like a deaf and a dumb person when a when a king of Sindh Pradesh, he was on his way to meet Lord Kapila, and he was on a palanquin. And when the kings they are on the palanquin, <coughs> they 
they often engage people on 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 a wages basis you know they they ask uh, uh people in different villages to come and join so so that the palanquin can go further so there was a manager of theirs so they found jadbharat and they engaged jadbharat in carrying the palanquin who was he a small king from sindudesh who was he maharaj bharat <laughs> he was carrying and then bharat maharaj jadbharat was very careful he was making sure that none of the ants or insects are killed while they are traveling hmm? and all other four of them were there so one of them if is if is making sure that none of them are killed so the naturally the palanquin is going to shake here and there he was jumping huh he was making sure that he doesn't want to kill and what happened this king who was sitting inside he got upset because his palanquin was shaking he was a king he was saying hey, i am a king huh? who are you and uh, he started saying you are looks like you are this and that you know so many things he was uh, he was verbally abusing him or taunting him very interesting we should we should read all this this is subject matters from the bhagavatam that personality who never uttered a word in his entire lifetime for the first time jadbharat opened his mouth and asked five questions to rahugan on the fifth question rahugan came down from the palanquin and offered sastang dandavats to him said who are you my lord i'm very sorry that my i was i engaged you in my service who are you please reveal your identity and they discussed they, they had a lot of this conversation between jadbharat and uh, maharaj rahugan and they talk about they talked about the material world as a great forest for or a forest of enjoyment and then you know how and he described very in detail how this attachment of living entities and how it bounds him in this world because he has experienced that uh, personally and then he was really who are you after hearing all those divine instructions from him he asked him who are you please tell me your identity and he said you want to know about me have you heard of maharaj bharat and said, yes that is me i became a deer and now that same bharat is standing in front of you so that is the that is how rahugan got uh, rahugan became a paramhamsa vaishnava jadbharat himself was a paramhamsa but he transformed king rahugan into paramhamsa vaishnava that is the effect of sadhu sangha a king became a great vaishnava mm-hmm. he saw a qualified person and then he opened his mouth otherwise he was dumb and deaf so <clears throat> after that there is a description about the glorious glorious descendants of the priyavrat maharaj and the, then the cosmology aspect <clears throat> how the jambudweep the descendant of river ganges and uh, how the uh, the prayers offered by the rest. this is all jambudweep we are in jambudweep and uh, the study study of the structure of the universe the movements of the sun the orbits the orbits of the planet and everything the shishumara planetary system so everything was explained in not detail that ends uh, the Fifth canto of Bhagavatam. In the sixth canto, <clears throat> there is a, it begins with the story of Ajamil. Ajamil was a uh, uh, Ajamil was a Brahmana, but he was uh, he became attached to a prostitute. <clears throat> Ajamil uh, born in a Brahmana family. He had a very beautiful wife, chaste wife. He had a very well settled family. But that Ajamil, when once he went to forest for helping to get some samida for. for the for the for the father's service 
so that ajamel he he found a prostitute was embraced by a man a very beautiful woman and he became his mind became so attached to that prostitute when he came home he was still remembering the prostitute and so he finally found out where is she she he, he went to her house offered her to get married he got married kicked out his own chaste wife and uh, uh ajamel uh, started to live with her from that from that from that prostitute ajamel had 10 children and the 10th son was named as narayan ajamel ajamel's 88 years passed by 88 years of his life passed by he did not realize how his life went by but ajamel in that 88 years performed all kinds of sinful activities which are mentioned there was no sinful activity ajamel did not perform because prostitutes are not are cannot be chased they always are the uh, they they wanted name fame they wanted this opulence they want money and everything so prostitutes they uh, he was behind uh, she was behind ajamel and uh, for satisfying her for satisfying her greed ajamel left right and center he did all kinds of sinful activities kidnapping people uh putting people in difficulties stealing st- robbery and everything all kinds of people but he got money and satisfied the wife so <clears throat> ajamel when the time came of ajamel's death he had a son named narayana the 10th son the last son was narayana so ajamel's 88 years old ajamel and he was given up his life at that time because he committed sins with with his body minds and action instead of two three amadutas came to take him usually what happens two yamadutas they come but in ajamel's case the three yamadutas came and what does yamadutas when they come they have they carry the yamapash with them this body the soul is attached to the body i'll request there should be no movements please the soul is attached to the body that's why the yamapash the yamapash was uh, put on the, the is put on the soul and the soul is dragged out of the body the soul is so attached to the body that doesn't want to give it up we might been we might be in a disease situation we might be we might have cancer or so many such disease but our we don't want to give up our body because there are so much attached to that body we identify ourselves with that that with that body so yamadutas when they come they drag our soul out of that and then they take to take us to yamraj and there the decision is taken what has to be done with this where are we going if we have performed <clears throat> pious activities we will the demigods will come to take us if you are impious and yamadutas will take to come to take us if you are devotees spend life as, as devotees then vishuddutas will come to take us now ajamel <clears throat> the ajamel's life was that ajamel uh, was a sinful man but unknowingly he chanted the name of his son narayana there were sadhus the ones when ajamel was in his in, in the puranas that there is a confirmation of the story that <clears throat> ajamel was uh, was away from his house and someone asked uh, some some brahmanas visited that his village and someone asked that where do you, any any brahmanas house where we can reside and take uh, take prasad and everything they teased that brahmana said please go to ajamel brahmana's house ajamel is a great personality mm-hmm. so they all all this saintly people when they went there they saw oh ajamel's life is degraded he is staying with a prostitute but he, they saw that prostitute came outside seeing the saintly people and they prostitute offered obeisances 
to to the sadhus so that was a very pleasing gesture and he said that you have a son in your womb name that son as narayana tell your tell your ajamal uh, husband to name your son as narayana ajamal was a devotee of lord narayana a devotee means he used to as as a brahmana used to worship narayan shila and when as soon as he heard narayana he was convinced okay let me name his my son as narayana so that naming the son narayana uh had lot of impact on on the life of ajamil because when ajamil was on the death bed and the yamadutas came there to take him hmm? at that time when the yamadutas came to take him ajamil started to, uh, he started shouting o narayana ah he called out for his son narayana but when he called out for his son narayana lord vishnu lord lord vishnu he sent his vishnu dutas to save ajamil actually lord's associates are always traveling the lord <coughs> lord's associates they are always traveling they are everywhere actually and they are helping devotees we might not see them we might not realize them but they are always traveling and they are because they are uh, they are there to serve the devotees they are helping devotees so when they heard that when they heard that someone is giving up the life and yamadutas are tracking them and that person is shouting the name narayana immediately with every syllable narayana four vishudutas came there and with the they also carry sudarshan chakra with them with the sudarshan chakra they cut off that yamapash that yamapash was cut and they were, this yamadutas were bewildered that how can this happen we are we were, they were thinking themselves as supreme authority of this planet because they naturally uh, naturally they are the supreme authority of this planet in one sense that they decide who is going to go where so in that conversation the issue the vishnu dutas they started saying to yamadutas why are you taking mahatma ajamil to yamaraj and is saying sir we have a warrant and look that all the all the all the legal cases against him huh all the sinful activity which he has committed for that he has to suffer how can you how are you calling him as a mahatma you look very decent people and you are calling as such a duratma person as mahatma he said what is then vishnu dutas asked yamadutas what is bhagavad what is dharma and they explain whatever narayan has said to do is is dharma what is narayan said not to do is adharma and they explain general religious principles there are two kinds of religious principles dear devotees one is general religious principles and one is transcendental religious principles the general religious principles are for common people and as soon as one takes shelter of the lord his holy name his pastimes one is immediately one comes under the jurisdiction of transcendental religious principles So there was a conversation between Vishudutas and the Yamadutas, and they 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 explain the Yamadutas explained about the general principles that he is a sinful person, he has not atoned for that, and because of that sinful activity, he is supposed to get punished. There are three kinds of prayashit: karma prayashit, jnana prayashit, bhakti prayashit. Before we leave our body, we should purify our existence with with this prayashit. But with karma prayashit. our ten we might perform with karma prayashit we perform another karma another activities pious activities to nullify the impious activity but that doesn't work the tendency for committing sinful activity doesn't go then we talk about gana prayashit gana prayashit also we are aware of we have the knowledge gana means we are aware of the knowledge uh, about this about what is what is right and what is wrong and we beware of performing that activities but at the same we do lot of t- t- austerities tapasya to to you know to 
to purify our existence but as soon as the problem in gyana prachit also or karma prachit also is the same as soon as the vishaya object come in front of us then as we again get dragged to doing that same activity which we were uh, <coughs> refraining from doing so that is rejected so bhakti prachit is the is the appropriate way by bhakti prachit even the roots of the sins are completely uprooted from the heart that's why we are performing devotional service in ajamal's life as an example so vishwanath explained the transcendental religious principle to yamadutas and said that ajamal has chanted the name of the lord and by chanting the holy name of the lord although it is unknowingly and he was chanting the name of his son narayana but because it is the na- name of the lord narayana and he has chanted offenselessly this holy name has purified him not only of the sins committed in this lifetime but also of the all the previous lifetimes ajamal is a purified soul and he is fit to attend the abode of the lord you are not allowed you are not fit to take ajamal here so get lost and uh, ajamal was watching this both of them who is going to win vishudana yamadutta and ajamal was fortunate by his unknowing chanting of the holy name of the lord he attracted vishudutas and he got to know about bhagavad dharma about the transcendental religious principles their devotees there are two kinds of dharma one is ordinary dharma which is applicable for everyone and for devotees the principles of bhagavad dharma applies for them the normal as soon as one ta- one takes to krishna consciousness the file at chitragupta's place in yam in yamaloka is deleted because whatever happens in our life now is happening by the will of the lord mano ya na mano chalti uski hai Our whatever happening is is happening in our life is happening by the will of the Lord at this moment, <coughs> and will will keep on happening. Yamaraji cannot touch us. Yamadutas cannot touch us. This Yamadutas got got so afraid and pissed off that they dis- they went they went to Yamaraji, and without offering respect to Yamaraji, they started shouting and screaming at Yamaraji. Tell us. Who is the boss? We thought you are the boss, and we were serving under you, but we were almost got killed. And then what happened? Then I explained the whole whole thing, and he was so pleased that you met the associates of the Lord of Vaikunta, and he said, "Oh my dear Lord, please forgive my associates." And then he started glorifying about Bhagavad Dharma, Bhagavad Dharma Tattva. Hmm. So that is the past tense of Ajamil, <coughs> and then further uh, there is a. दक्ष प्रजापति नारद मुनि यूज टू नारद मुनि कर्स प्रजापति दक्षा नारद मुनि वॉज कर्स बाय प्रजापति दक्षा प्रजापति दक्षा यूज टू प्रोड्यूस चिल्ड्रन एंड नारद मुनि यूज टू मेक देम डिवोटिज एंड दे यूज टू बिकम ब्रह्मचारीज एंड देन ही यूज टू प्रोड्यूस अनादर चिल्ड्रन अगेन दे यूज टू बिकम ब्रह्मचारीज सो प्रजापति दक्षा कर्स नारद मुनि बट यू विल नॉट यू यू नॉट एबल टू स्टे एट वन प्लेस फॉर मोर देन समाउंट ऑफ टाइम you know so narad muni was cursed by <coughs> prajapati daksha so then <coughs> then further comes the uh, progeny of uh, daughter of daksha so indra he <coughs> now indra uh, offended his spiritual master brahaspati mm-hmm. so <coughs> so indra indra offended his spiritual master brahaspati and because of his they lost he lost the kingdom and uh, <coughs> uh, when when brahaspati was uh, uh was was nowhere to be found indra took shelter of vishwarupa and vishwarupa uh, uh accepted to become the purohita 
of the devatas and he started with the help of his potency his power he helped indra get back the kingdom but <clears throat> the problem with indra was that indra is a karma mishrita bhakta right so indra he he killed vishwarupa once he killed vishwarupa vishwarupa's father was the demigod his mother was on the demon side so when he was off- when he was offering oblations in the fire he was for the demigods his mother told better please also offer it to to my ancestors he said okay my dear mama so he also he was offering it to uh, the demons as well and the demons were also getting strength and indra found out and he came and cut off his own guru's head that is indra karma mishrad bhakta for him indra is like us or we are like indra either huh? for us we are so self centeredness is very important our my me and mine everything is very very important for us we don't care for our guru and nobody else everything is a show unless we purify our heart ha huh? everything is just show krishna consciousness is just a show unless we purify our heart okay ha huh? so <clears throat> so vishwarupa he actually gave indra narayan kavach before he could before he got killed he gave indra narayan kavach so vishwarupa got narayan kavach from his father twashta twashta got it from dadichi rishi so we need to understand <clears throat> that there was a battle between uh, there, there was a battle between uh, when vishwarupa was killed twashta vishwarupa's father created a demon called vratrasura to kill indra but while chanting the mantra he chanted the mantra in such a way that the vratrasura will be killed by indra hmm? there was a problem but it was all arrangement of the lord what to do So Vratrasura was born. Vratrasura was a fierce demon. So and, and naturally, as a as a demon, he was that demon means he was in the mode of ignorance, tamoguna. But while there was a fight between Indra and Vratrasura, Vratrasura all of a sudden he started he saw he started seeing the supreme personality of God in the battlefield, and he started offering prayers to the supreme Lord. Indra saw that. Ah, huh? Indra saw that, and he was ah. Uh, Uh, bewildered how can this be possible and he understood that rutrasura is a mahabhagavat when whenever indra is in difficulty indra goes and takes shelter of the supreme person they have got it so indra when 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 rutrasura was born when rutrasura was born indra sort to keep of killing everybody at that time indra went and took shelter of uh, of lord vishnu indra went to brahma brahma along with brahma everybody went to shwetadev they prayed to lord vishnu and vishnu said that i cannot help in case of rutrasura you manage by your own there was another incident actually now that uh, that there was a time when <coughs> when uh, dadichi rishi the originator of narayan kavacha so narayan Kav- uh, he, he he that is narayan kavacha is also called as brahma vidya or mahavidya once ashwini kumaras they came to dadichi rishi asking that oh dadichi rishi we want please explain us brahma vidya ha huh? so uh, dadichi rishi said okay i am right now busy but you come after some time indra finds out that ashwini kumaras they want to learn brahma vidya mahavidya from dadichi rishi indra goes to dadichi rishi says that my dear sir if you do this i am going to cut off your head so you be careful ashwini kumaras come at the pres- when at, as per their appointment they come at that particular time hmm? and that particular time that oh sir it is our time to give but give brahma vidya now it's our class Dadichi Rishi says that it is not possible because Indra is saying Indra as soon as I speak he'll cut off my head. 
Ashwini Kumar said, "Sir, we are physicians, we are doctors. How is it? Is it okay if we can cut off your head, fix the head of a horse, and if we can speak Ash- that Brahma Vidya from the ma- ma- uh, mouth of a house horse? Let Indra come, cut off the head of your horse, and he'll fix the original." Oof, sir, you have promised. So please accept this arrangement as well. So, Dadhi Rishi accepted this arrangement, and everything went as per. as per the and that's why this mahavidya is also called as ashwashira vidya it is actually narayan kavach so now that now when when indra went to lord krishna lord vishnu asking for help indra lord vishnu actually refused to interfere because vritrasura was a mahabhagavat is a great personality but he suggested you go to dadisi rishi ask dadisi rishi <coughs> ask dadisi rishi to give up the uh, as the dadisi should give the body and from his body the vajra will be created and with that vajra indra will be killed sorry uh, vritrasura will be killed indra thought of a big puzzle is my dear lord in the whole creation you only get dadisi rishi <laughs> because indra remembered that he cut off the head of dadisi rishi now again going and asking help from that same dadisi uh, it is going to be difficult that to asking someone that please give your life If somebody, if the whole of congregation, if we go to see Abhyangar Krishna Prabhu, said Prabhu, please give a life, and from that insurance, you know, we'll get, we'll get a nice money. We can build a big, we can, we can, we can make, we can, we can make a big temple. Huh? So please sacrifice this. Hmm? Huh? So Abhyangar Krishna Prabhu, what will he say? Huh? I need to first get insurance. <laughs> so get yourself insured quickly, Prabhu. So. That that's what happened with with Dadisi Rishi and the Devatas when they went to Dadisi Rishi. Dadisi Rishi said, "Come on, what are you asking? You want me to give up my body, my life? You cut off the head and then you come now for asking for the life also now." So after testing uh, Indra and everybody, he finally he gave up his body and with that body the Vajra was created and Vratrasur uh, was killed. Actually, Indra did not wanted to kill Vratrasur because Vratrasur was a Mahabhagat, the great devotee of the Lord, <clears throat> but. Indra, Indra swallowed. Vratrasur uh, uh, swallowed Indra. Vratrasur swallowed Indra, and because of that, Indra cut off the Indra cut off the Vratrasur's uh, body in 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 the pieces, and that's how he came out from the body. So Vratrasur, <clears throat> when Vratrasur uh, glorious death was described, so <clears throat> Maharaj Parikshit inquired from Shukdev Goswami. and how who was vratrasur how did vratrasur a demon demon means he was in a rajasik body and how he was such a great personality at that time <coughs> sukhdev goswami starts narrating the life of chitraketu maharaj chitraketu maharaj had more than more than 1 uh, lakh wives hmm? yes huh during the, during those days the king used to have lot of lot of such arrangements been done for the protection of the for the protection of the women the they used to marry lot of people lot of ladies so but the problem chitraketu maharaj was, was that he had no son and when when chitraketu maharaj had no son he was lamenting was crying angira rishi happens to come there angira rishi meets chitraketu maharaj and he said what is your problem and he said that the problem is that i have no son my whole life is just spoiled it's just a waste so I said in i can see that your fate has no son so why are you why are you 
why do you want because if if it happens also it is going to give you a lot of pain so chitra ke tumara said no i wanted i'm very desperate so please give me so angira rishi finally performs the yagya and uh, a kheer comes out of from that and it was given to the first wife and when the first wife becomes pregnant delivers a baby naturally the other wife are going to other wives are going to become envious and they they, they were envious some time of chitraketu manas life was spent happily with the with the son and and the wife and because of that it created so much envy amongst other wives that chitraketu manas attention was was only directed towards his son so finally all this mahila sangha all this all the all the all the his wives they got together they agreed on a common point and they decided that okay we will poison this boy and this boy died when the boy died chitraketu maharaj lamentation increased more further राइट राजा कहे महाराजा सुखी महाराजा कहे सुख इंद्र को भारी इंद्र कहे चतुरानंद सुखी हरि भजन बिना सब जीव दुखारी इफ यू गो टू ए किंग इफ यू आस्क इफ यू गो टू ए चीफ मिनिस्टर आस्क चीफ मिनिस्टर आर यू हैप्पी हाउ कैन आई बी हैप्पी प्राइम मिनिस्टर इज हैप्पी गो टू प्राइम मिनिस्टर आर यू हैप्पी प्राइम मिनिस्टर वेर हैप्पीनेस इज देर इंदिरा माइट बी हैप्पी If we go to Indra, Indra, are you happy? Indra says, "Kya baat kar raha hai? My whole life is just spent in keeping my position intact." Chaturanand <laughs> so, is happy. Brahma is happy. If you go to Brahma, Brahma, are you happy? Raja kahe Maharaja, Sukhi Maharaja kahe Sukha Indra ko bhari. Indra kahe Chaturanand Sukhi. So who is happy? The devotees who are performing uh, devotional service to the Lord only they are happy. If their happiness is then in the in the in this world, not in the not in the relationships, not in this opulence, not in the Mercedes, not in this big bungalows. The happiness there is there when one worships the supreme personality of Godhead with his heart and with his, with faith and devotion, love renders loving devotional service to him. When one renders one does that, that that person who is satisfied, is is happy. Chitraketu Maharaj was lamenting, was crying that son has died, son has died. Ah, 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 ah. So now Angira Rishi brings this time Narad Muni with him because a bigger operation was to be done. Because Angira Rishi could not convince him, so he brought Narad Muni. Narad Muni has a very unique style of preaching. Narad Muni bring brought back the son, dead son, back to life. And whatever Narad Muni wanted to preach, Narad Muni preached through this boy. And this boy started to speak. Oh, who are you? Mm-hmm. Hmm? As soon as that boy woke up, they the Chitra ke tomara said, Oh, mera beta, mera beta, mera bacha, mera bacha. Hmm? My son, my son, you're back. And he said, Which son? Which father? Which father? Which son? I'm I'm on my way to different destination. Why did you call me? Which son are you talking about? We are coming. We have a family: husband, wife, children, parents. all of us we are coming from different different destinations we don't know who was who in the past birth we come together right we come together and we uh, the the wife is coming from different direction taking the birth in different family she comes together the husband comes from different family they come together they stay together children are ch- children who are born the parents have no control The parents have no control over the children. Where are they coming from? But they are also have, they are also destined to be together. So for a short amount of times, 
all this husband wife children they are together they become so attached to each other and after a certain time interval the children they go to a different destination the parents they go to a different destination they give up their life and they have they go to further destination so for the short amount of time which we are together we become so attached to each other and we start considering this temporary relationships as permanent we become so attached to that but actual our relationships with this are temporary if you see things out of the box you know this relations is very very temporary and our, our actual relationship is with krishna that is what we have to develop we are together this togetherness has to be utilized for cultivating cultivation of krishna consciousness hmm? this support each other we have to support each other and be, so that all of us can get benefited and we can all become devotees and perfect our lives hmm? so that is what the the dead the dead son explained and chitrakritu maharaj eyes opened Narad Muni gave him the mantra in seven days. He chanted that mantra and perfected his life. That Lord Sankarshan appeared in front of him. Chaturkhetu Maharaj later became Vidyadhar and he was touring all around the universe, glorifying the Lord, Lord Krishna, Lord's name, fame, pastimes. He was the best friend of Lord Shiva. Parvati was not aware of that when he when it happened to come over Kailash. When it happened to come over Kailash, <coughs> he Lord Shiva was sitting. was parvati was sitting on the lap of lord shiva and he was giving class to lot of rishis sadhus chitraketu maharaj when he saw this his friend is doing some mischief now both of you are friends See, if you tease each other it should be fine but if you get married huh if your wives do that then you, the, your wife will get offended so what same thing happened that chitraketu maharaj teased lord shiva never offended him but parvati she got offended and he said hey chitraketu come down come here you become a demon go and become a demon you offended lord shiva you don't know glories of lord shiva you don't know all this virakta mahatmas are sitting in front of front of us and they are not saying anything you are saying anything are madam you are in a wrong position you are sitting on the husband's lap why can't you sit next to her you listen na you are doing unusual things and then he expect the world to be right how it is possible but chitraketu maharaj did not say anything chitraketu maharaj said mother you are just a cause whatever is happening is happening by the will of the lord you are just a nimitta matra i was bound to suffer there was some purification pending in my life i am very grateful and thankful that you uh, i have nothing against you and he just offered his pranams and he left this of lord hari lord shiva chitraketu can curse you back can counteract this curse and alify this curse but he did not do that he accepted your curse that is the goodness of the devotees so <clears throat> then uh <clears throat> then there is a then there is a description about a pumsavan vrat about uh, when diti <clears throat> when the kingdom was uh, lost uh diti the the diti the demon the mother of the demons he wanted to kill indra right so she performed pumsavan vrat and then Uh, the the birth of Marat Gunas is explained. All these things are explained in detail. So <clears throat> then 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 and that ends the sixth canto of Bhagavatam. Seventh canto uh, begins with uh, seventh canto begins with uh, a very unusual incident. The Rajasuya sacrifice in the Rajasuya sacrifice of Yudhishthira Maharaj, when when Krishna killed Shishupal, Shishupal's soul entered Lord Krishna, and that bewildered Yudhishthira Maharaj. How can Shishupal? who has throughout his life who has been only offending krishna how can he get liberated 
Yudhishthira Maharaj had these doubts. Yudhishthira Maharaj came looking for a sadhu. If you have doubt in your heart, do not keep this doubt. Look for a sadhu who will answer that. So Yudhishthira Maharaj looked at Narad Muni. Narad Muni, he took shelter of Narad Muni. And he asked various questions about how has this happened. And then Narad Muni started explaining that the Shishupal was actually Jai and Vijay in the spiritual world. And they they were cursed by four Kumaras and that's why they became Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakashyapu. Uh, so then the whole Hiranyaka, Hiranyaksha was killed by Bore incarnation of the Lord. Hiranyaksha was so powerful of a demon that he controlled, he took the, stole the earth and he put in Rasatal. So Lord Varadev came and killed Hiranyaksha, brought Mother Earth back and restored it again on the same place. And then further, Hiranyakashu was such a powerful demon, was such a powerful demon, was such a powerful demon that he established his own temples all across the globe. All the sacrifices for Lord Vishnu were stopped. Everywhere he was forced to worship him. Even all the devatas, all the all the asuras, where everybody was worshiping Hiranyakashipu. All the three worlds, only there was one kingdom, kingdom of Hiranyakashipu. He was such a powerful person. He he pleased Brahma when he when he ple- when he did perform tapasya for Brahmaji. He did such intense tapasya that when Brahmaji came in front of him, he said, "Nobody in the past did such tapasya, and nobody in the future will be able to do that. You're such a such a powerful tapasvi." And he said, "I want to become, I want to become uh, immortal." He said, "It's not possible." Then he said, "Then he asked so many benedictions. I should not be killed in the day, in the night, by the person. So many benedictions were asked like that." And he, Brahma said, "Tathastu." He was still not satisfied. He again went and pleased Lord Shiva also. Lord Shiva also blessed him. So Hiranyakashipu became such a powerful personality that when his eyebrows he used to lift his eyebrows, the devata used to shiver. He controlled. He controlled the whole whole world in such a way that all the sacrifices were done for his pleasure. He stopped complete worship of Lord Vishnu. He once went to when he Hiranyaksh was killed by by the by Lord Vishnu. He went to Vaikuntha and the Lord to tease him entered in his heart and he was looking outside and he said Vishnu is not here. That means I am the king of the whole world now. And he started ruling. But that Hiranyakashipu, he was such a powerful person. Even Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva used to send him gifts just to make good, just to keep good relationships. That was his power. That Hiranyakashipu got a son named Pralad, who was a dear devotee of the Lord. And so all this Indra and all, they used to, uh, they, they went to Lord Vishnu asking that, please come and kill and Lord said, "Yes, don't worry. When my when he is offended, devotee, my own, my when my he'll offend my devotee, when he'll trouble my devotee, that time I will come and finish him." So Pralad was born, and Pralad was the greatest of the devotees of the Lord. Asur, he was born in the family of Asura, but he was the greatest of the Mahabhagavatas. Twenty-four hours he was seeing Krishna. Twenty-four hours he was he was thinking about Krishna in his pastimes. He when the classes. When when he he was sent in the he was sent in the Gurukul, but in the Gurukul also when the when the, there was a break he started giving Bhagavatam classes. He was trying to convincing uh, all the demons for becoming uh, Krishna conscious and all the demonic sons who were in the Gurukul with Parlath, they all became devotees. So <clears throat> so when uh, when Narsing Dev sorry when uh, Hiranyakashipu very often. When Prahlad used to come and meet him or he used to go and meet Prahlad, he used to ask only one question. 
what have you learned in the school and prahlad used to say shavanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam archanam mandanam dasyam sakhinam and he used to call shandan amarka you rascal your 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 my you are from uh, the uh, the gurukul of asuras and you are teaching all the stuff from the vaishnava line how is this possible and then he said oh, i am not we are not the one so prala so hiranyaka was asking who is your guru and he said that then he indirectly he, he indirectly says about that one who takes one who can one who takes the dust of the great personalities like like uh, you know uh, like mahajanas only then one can understand the glories of the lord and his devotees so my dear father don't waste your time that personality who made brahma shiva and he, he did not bring them under control but they used to have respects for them but all the other devatas and he established his own worship throughout the world to that person prahlad used to say what are you wasting your life just practice krishna consciousness give up everything and become a devotee of the lord beg forgiveness from the lord and you will be freed he was fearless preaching has to be fearless if you have faith if you have faith in the lord the lord will protect us so prahlad maharaj <clears throat> when when prahlad maharaj was uh, uh, so many attempts were made to kill prahlad he was thrown from the mountain peak he was put in the in the in the place where a lot of snakes were there he was he was there were planned to kill him get get him killed under the maddened elephant in all the in all the circumstances prahlad was saved so prahlad maharaj <clears throat> when he when he was in uh, all the attempts to kill him were 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 failed hiranyakashipu asked him what who is protecting you please tell me he said the supreme lord hari who is residing in your heart is also in my heart he is protecting us so please be fearless dear devotees fearlessly practice krishna consciousness not with fear hmm? giving giving up all the formalities of this material world practice krishna consciousness don't have reservation so much reservation just give up all the reserve sarva dharman parittaj mamekam sranam raj ye jeevan krishna ke liye dena hai this one life has to be for krishna give up everything and take shelter of the supreme lord's lotus feet agla janam agle janam mein dekh lenge ha ye janam this birth let us give it to krishna prahlad maharaj was asked so is your is your hari inside this pillar and prahlad maharaj actually was witnessing lord hari's presence everywhere so he saw hari was there lord narsingdev was there in that pillar he said yes he is there hiranyakashipu said acha he used he gave a big fist uh with his fist he just bang on that and the pillar broke and lord narsingdev manifested from that narsingdev bhagwan ki and narsingdev appeared and hiranyakashipu said who is this yes this is lord hari and there was a fierce fight between both of them and lord narsingadev he took the hiranyakashipu hiranyakashipu on the lap he sat on the on the neither outside neither inside he sat there and he said hiranyakashipu this is you have asked for a boon from brahma keeping all the boons intact and killing you you rascal and he killed him and then he sat on the throne of hiranyakashipu and then he his he was lord narsingadev was so angry 
so so angry that his anger was not getting calmed down so brahma lakshmi lord shiva everybody came ahead and tried to pacify him nothing was working out finally brahma sent prahlad and then prahlad went and offered prostrate obeisances to the lord and nursing they calmed down and nursing they picked up prahlad and he kept him on his lap and started you know this lion he with his with his uh, tongue he started to lick prahlad's cheek you know and prahlad was very happy he was enjoying it vatsalaras So nursing they asked please ask what do you want so prahlad mara said i am not a businessman baba and performing your devotional service not that i want something from you i do not want anything from you i want a benediction that please i i want that hamara jeevan mein mujhe aisa aashirwad dijiye ki mere hriday mein kamnaon ka ankur kabhi phute hi nahi i do not want anything else other than the service of your lotus feet i only want your pure anala devotion unto your lotus feet i do not want anything else i am not a businessman my dear lord i just want to render pure mm-hmm. devotion service unto your lotus feet because that is everything and i am satisfied with that i do not want anything so nursing they said beta you will have that ask something more is a please forgive my father is a forgive your father are your 21 generations are all attend they will all attend my abode don't worry for that a devotee when he, one person in the family becomes a pure anala devotee of the lord he is capable of freeing 21 generations so after after this particular incident <coughs> yudhishthira maharaj was speaking was narad muni and yudhishthira maharaj's conversation was going on in the rajasu yagya lord krishna was there everybody was hearing narad what narad muni was saying uh and in that in that after the prahlad maharaj's conversation they started talking about narad muni started talking about the varna and ashrama and then uh, he talked about <coughs> the uh, ideal householder life so in ideal householder life I'll, i don't want to get in much detail it is one thing is said <coughs> that uh, in ideal family life yudhishthira maharaj asked how can a person like me who is ignorant about about the life of uh, 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 when when Yudhishthira Maharaj heard about how sannyas is attained perfection, how anaprastha is attained perfection, how brahmacari is they can attain perfection, Yudhishthira was saying that I am to ignorance, I am a grahastha householder. How can I attain perfection? At that time, Narad Muni told, "Grahasthavastito rajan kriya kurvane to chita vasu devar panam sakshatu pasita mahamuni." A grahastha should live his life uh, in such a way that everything he does should be done for the pleasure of the Lord, and. He should associate with Mahamuni's Vasu Devar Panam Saksha Dupasita Mahamuni. He should associate with the great devotees of the Lord. So that ends the seventh canto of Shrimad Bhagavatam. In the eighth canto, <coughs> in the eighth canto, time is going to be a big challenge now. In the eighth canto of Shrimad Bhagavatam, there is a very beautiful story about Gajendra. Huh? Gajendra was King Indradumna Maharaj. In the pre, in the King King Indradumna uh, was. Uh, uh, <coughs> was performing he took anaprastha and he was performing tapasya king indradumna maharaj huh? uh, <clears throat> and he uh, was staying in malaya hills so when he was doing tapasya he was in samadhi at that time agasarishi he was also staying in the malaya hills agasarishi comes there and agasarishi sees that there is no welcome he was his eyes was closed and the lord inspired him to curse him so lord told the lord told the i mean he was inspired by the lord and the agasrishi curse indradumna maharaj that you become a elephant yeah, immediately because you did not welcome you are a dumb person become elephant so indradumna maharaj used to chant a special prayers 
to Lord Lord Hari, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So when there was incident when that uh, Indradhamna Swami became Indradhamna King, sorry Maharaj became a, a, a you know elephant in the next birth, and he was in the Trikuta Mountain, and he was he had a very big family of all the she elephants, and they used to live together. They used to live together and they used to enjoy sporting activities, a lot of things. And <clears throat> and King, I'll request no moments, please. Absolutely zero moments. Just wait for some time. <clears throat> so, uh, King, so this Gajendra was uh, uh, their ha- they were happy family. So that happy family once was sporting in the waters, and. Uh, that one crocodile caught hold of Gajendra's feet, and that was so powerful that when the feet, when the, the crocodile caught the feet of the Gajendra, that there there was a f- intense fight between Gajendra and the crocodile, and that went for hun- one thousand years. And that time nobody came to help him. When when the time of death comes, nobody is there to help you. All these relationships, the so-called relationships, are there only for a certain amount of time. All our, our all our relations with this body are there only till a certain extent. After that, there is no one. So Gajendra, when he was in that situation, when he was been caught by the crocodile, at that time they fought, they fought, and they fought. And there was a time when Gajendra understood that he is going to lose. He understood. At that time, he remembered prayers which in his past life. As King Indra used to chant for for Hari, all the devatas, Brahma, Shiva, and all the Indra and all they all came in the sky and they're watching these pastimes. And they were when Gajendra started offering prayers to Lord Hari. There are forty prayers he started offering. Gajendra was started offering, Oh Hari, Oh Lord Hari, glorifying Lord Hari, and all this Brahma, Brahma, Shiva, and everybody Indra and all they started laughing. Ho ho ho! If this elephant could have called us, if this elephant could have called us, I could have come. I could have come. I could have come, but he is calling supreme person and God Hari. How will Hari come? It is not possible. And when Gajendra was offering such prayers to the Lord Hari, at that time, all of a sudden, his devatas and to everybody's surprise, Lord Hari enters the sky with Garuda on it. And Gajendra was in a position where Garuda, Gajendra was about to give up his life, just at the last moment. When that at that when Gajendra was about to give up his life, at that time Lord Hari told Garuda, "You are too slow, man. Get lost." And Lord Hari jumped out from Garuda. He jumped out from Garuda, who goes on a speed of more than a mind. He, he said, "You are too slow, my Gajendra is going to die." He came out of that. He went and lifted Gajendra out of the water, and he brought him on the shore. Ah, uh, and so before Gajendra. Could actually when he when Gajendra saw Lord Hari immediately in that situation he picked up a lotus there and he offered to Lord Govinda Govinda and Amonamaha and Lord was very pleased and he lifted Gajendra and he saved his devotee. This is Bhaktavatsal Bhagwan Lord Shri Hari. अरे इनको छोड़के किसका शरण ले रहे हम लोग? ऐसे भगवान का शरण लेना चाहिए. Then further there is a then there is a, a pastimes of uh, churning of the milk ocean. The devatas and the demigods together they churn the milk ocean together, and uh, 
while uh, while the churning was going on lot of things came out from that and everything was distributed and the the biggest thing for which the churning was going on was amruta when that amruta came out there was there was you know a uh, uh, intense fight between the two but lord vishnu came <clears throat> lord vishnu came as mohini murti lord vishnu took lo- lot of incarnations in this uh, in the as as a, a, a the meru to be lifted he was there as kurma beneath the beneath the mandrachal mountain on the top he was there as ajita in uh, and then he he was when he manifested in the form of dhanvantari and then he was also there in the form of mohini so as mohini he came and tricked the 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 demons and he fed the the nectar to the demigods and uh, to the demons who are the demons were very upset and mohini had to kill one of the demons called as uh, called the rahu uh, so one body the top part became rahu the down part became ketu and uh, in this way uh, there was a fierce fight between the demigods and the demons and finally the uh, by the help of the lord the uh, the demigods became victorious so there was a there was in the <clears throat> there was a very interesting life of bali maharaj now huh? so bali Ma- when the fight was going on the bali maharaj was killed bali maharaj was killed he died indra was celebrating huh bali maharaj died indra was celebrating and then indra thought now bali is dead no there is no fear there is because there was no powerful demon than bali maharaj now and if he is killed now it's time to celebrate so he was he was enjoying his life day in and day out but bali maharaj when he was killed in that battle <clears throat> the the demons took the body of bali maharaj and went to shukracharya shukracharya was an expert with mrta sanjani vidya if the body is intact he could bring back that person to life and he brought bali to life and when bali realized that i have been brought to life by shukracharya ji he served his spiritual master like with his life and soul and his spiritual master was so pleased with him that he said i you have pleased me with your service i want to make you the king of the whole world <clears throat> so he started vijitashwa yagya and when when the vijitashwa yagya was performed bali maharaj got all the uh, transcendental you know uh, strength and he got all the required weapons and everything from that yagya and bali maharaj said now it's time to attack the kingdom so indra was enjoying he did not realize that bali maharaj has died now he is alive and everything indra was enjoying in his opulence material opulence ah uh, kamand mandand he was like that enjoying his opulence at that time all of a sudden he heard a counsel of bali and he was surprised and because bali captured the whole kingdom of indra from all all the four, all the eight directions and there was no scope for any devatas or any demigods to escape from that he was captured from all over all directions and when bali realized when indra realized how did what on the earth did i hear he heard that bali's counsel he went and saw that's bali how is bali alive he went and called gurudev gurudev brahaspati please come and see bali is alive and and gurudev saw bali maharaj and he saw that brahaspati brahaspati said to indra that he is not just back but he is so empowered by shukracharya that you have no strength to kill him so gurudev what should i do he said give up the kingdom to bali so indra without fight that kingdom which was conquered with a fierce fight which he conquered the kingdom that kingdom was given to bali without even fight 
Bali Maharaj conquered the kingdom and became the king. But then he started performing Ashwamega Yagyas because hundred Ashwamega Yagyas need to be performed to become the king, to become Indra. 99th were performed, the 100th Yagya was going on. At that time, Mother Aditi started performing devotional service to Lord Hari under the direction of her husband Kashyap Muni and Lord agreed to become Vamanadev. <coughs> the Lord came as Vamanadev and told, don't worry, I'll do everything for you. So Vamanadev, when he came, he went to the sacrifice of Bali Maharaj. Bali Maharaj was a great person, personality who gave charity. At, uh, he was famous for giving charity. So when Vamanadev came walking, as soon as Vamanadev entered the arena, 100th Yagya was going on. And after that, he was co- going to be con as, he was already Indra, but everything everything was under, already in his control. But then after this uh, Yagya was complete, he could have been an authorized, bona fide Indra. Huh? So when, <clears throat> when Vamanadev came, everybody stood up for welcoming Vamanadev. And Bali Maharaj did not knew that he was Lord Vishnu. So he went there and he offered his obeisances and he saw the great, great Brahmana. He said, what do you want, Brahmana? What do you want? You want a kingdom, you want villages, cities, towns, countries. What do you want? Hmm? And you want what opulence? You want a girl to get married. What do you want? He said, I just want three steps of land. I'll be satisfied. Bali Maharaj is saying, three steps of land? You should... You should know whom you are asking. You are asking Bali. I I have conquered the three worlds. You should ask a proper thing from a proper person. Bali Maharaj used to have this understanding that if someone has come to ask from me, then that person should get everything so much sufficient that never in his life he should be able to ask anybody. So Bali Maharaj said, okay, you at least, he said, he said, accept Whatever I am giving, accept it. You take three land of three pieces of land, but I also accept whatever I am giving. He said, Bali, I am satisfied with what I want. Just give me these three pieces of land, otherwise I will go back. I said, okay, at least measure your land from my feet. My feet are bigger than you. I said, wait. Vamanadev told him in his mind, I will show you my feet. <laughs> Shukrachari realized this is Vishnu. He went to Bali Maharaj. Are Bali? He's Vishnu. He's come to take out everything. Three as soon as Shukracharya was heard that three pieces of land. Shukracharya thought three. Shukracharya immediately calculated because he knew Trivikrama farm of the Lord. And he, he said, Oh, oh, this is Vishnu. Immediately said, Bali, don't give anything. Stop. He said, What are you talking? <laughs> You should be, you, we are doing Yajna for Vishnu. And then Vishnu is coming and is asking something for him, you should give. So don't give. And then Shukracharya told, tells him the Niti of as a Grahastha, how much he should preserve. So 25% here, 25% there, 25% there. Bali Maharaj was saying, this is Vishnu law. Dear, dear, dear spiritual master, he is a Vishnu. He wants me to give him everything. If I don't give, he's going to take it anyway. So let me give and be, be, be glorious. But he is going to finish off everything. And Shukracharya knew that if, if Bali Maharaj becomes a beggar, Shukracharya will also get nothing. Right? Huh? So Shukracharya was, was tried to convince him. Bali Maharaj rejected Shukracharya. That Shukracharya who gave him life, brought him back to life. 
gave him everything that sukracharya was rejected even that vishwapitama was rejected by arjuna dronacharya everybody they raised arjuna but they were they sided at the side of adharma and that's why they were rejected if required even if if people were following adharma they can be rejected at any circumstances here sukracharya was asking him not to perform devotional service and that person was rejected who who he might be anybody how much how how much contribution he might be having in your life but he is averse to devotional service he should reject it bali maharaj did sankalpa and offered everything to vamana deva and then vamana deva said are krishna bali <laughs> see my opulence so with one feet he covered he with his with he expanded his body such a extent with that itself he covered everything with his expansion with one feet he covered the uh, uh, lower planetary systems uh with his with his uh, presence he was upper planetary systems and, uh, and the sec- the second step he covered the whole upper planetary systems and uh, the third step there was there is no place left to cover keep this uh, third steps he was asking bali where should i keep my third step you rascal you need to go to hell for this so said my dear lord can keep your third feet on me because this all belongs to me this i am the proprietor of everything ha huh? bali is telling this i am the proprietor of everything i got, the whole three worlds is under my control so if that means i am superior to that so third step is to keep on my head and the lord was very pleased with bali maharaj because he offered everything to bali and when bali maharaj uh, he offered everything to krishna and bali maharaj offered did that sankalpa and gave everything to lord amanadev at that time indra and all, all the devatas including lord shiva brahma everybody came and they all showered flowers on bali maharaj and said wow what a great devotional service he gave it up he gave it up all the opulence everything was all these battles were fought for this opulence and he got that when the lord is asking give it up give it up because it is going to go anyways and then lord vamanadev gave him the position in sutal loka and told that next millennium will become indra so the lord is still staying with bali maharaj in sutal loka protecting his kingdom and then there is a story of uh, in the ends with the matsya incarnation how matsya <coughs> lord matsya spoke the whole uh, matsya puran that ends the so in the ninth canto in the ninth canto there is a description about uh, <clears throat> shobari muni's life how much time we have till 5 right so can i take 15 20 minutes more no, i should think so could yes. you yeah please do okay yeah. if you don't mind i don't want i can go on the whole night should mind like yes please carry on thank you i can finish in 2 minutes also no 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 no, no right okay i think i speak perfectly thank you so much So in the ninth canto, thank you so much. I'm very grateful to you. <clears throat> so in the ninth canto, there is a very interesting life of Durva Samuni. Durva Samuni was Rudraansh. He was an he was an uh, no. Before that is the marriage of Sukanya and Chavan Muni. So Chavan Muni was uh, Chavan Prash ke Acharya. Uh, yes, Chavan yes. Muni. He <clears throat> he had a, he had a very 
ugly face, ugly body, old old face. You know, he was doing a lot of tapasya. He in uh, in this material world, we give so much importance to the body and we ignore the tapasya. But actual life is we should give a lot of this body needs to be engaged in the service of the Lord. And ये बर्बाद भी हो जाए चल चल जाएगा. So <coughs> Sukanya, uh, sorry, Chavan Muni uh, got married to Sukanya. The Sukanya. was a very beautiful uh, girl of a king and she was uh, unfortunately in one sense got stuck with an old man uh, and who was very angry also there is there is a small history about that uh, so sukanya she served her husband her husband was a very irritable person you know and uh, uh, you know all the uh, very difficult for him to control the anger he was very it was a challenge for sukanya to control control him to serve him but still still sukanya understanding the temperament of the husband he served him so nicely that chavan muni calmed down he became peaceful there are two secret mantras for for the for the wives to control their husband two hmm? one is talk sweetly if you talk sweetly आधा गांव हो गया एंड कुक नाइसली इफ यू फीड हिम फीड हिम नाइसली टॉक स्वीटली फिनिश वॉट एवर यू वॉन्ट इट विल गिव इट विल बी डन ट्राई दिस दिस इज वेल ट्राइड एंड टेस्टेड सुकन्या अंडरस्टूड टेम्परामेंट ऑफ द हजबेंड सर्ड हर हजबेंड नाइसली वॉज सो प्लीज एंड देन विद द पोटेंसी ऑफ हिज मिस्टिक पावर्स ही कन्वर्टेड हिमसेल्फ इन वेरी हैंडसम मैन सो सुकन्या लिव अ लाइफ वेरी पीसफुल लाइफ विद हर हजबेंड Then, the, then there was a pastimes of <coughs> Durva Samuni offending Angrish Maharaj. Uh, very important pastimes. Durva Samuni was a uh, was a great powerful yogi. He was such a powerful yogi. He was actually a Rudra Ansha. Uh, uh, Lord Shiva's potency was there in him, and he was a, such a powerful yogi who, <coughs> but he had no understanding about bhakti, bhakta, and Bhagwan. He had no understanding about Krishna. his devotees and his devotional service that durva samuni to test amrish amr maharaj once he went to his palace amrish maharaj was at that time in vrindavan chandravansh and suryavansh usually sometimes the king of chandravansh was there sometimes the king of suryavansh was there in this way the the, the 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 they continued they used, they used to rule the world so amrish maharaj was ruling the world and amrish maharaj with all his senses you are He was engaging in the service of the Lord. People complain that I am I am so busy in the management this and that I cannot perform devotional services. Amrish Maharaj was the king, mm-hmm. and with with his with his hands he used to mop the floor and he used to you know uh, with his eyes he used to see the beautiful form of the Lord. With his uh, with his uh, with his lips he used to glorify the Lord, chant the holy name of the Lord. With his feet, he used to travel and do parikram of the Lord. In this way, all his senses were engaged in the service of the Lord, twenty-four hours all the time. And in that time, he also used to found time for management and everything. <clears throat> so, Durvasa Muni, who was a great yogi, he happened to come to uh, <clears throat> to Amrish Maharaj's place. And Amrish Maharaj was fasting for Ekadashi for throughout that one year. He had taken a vow of fasting for Ekadashi. Our Ekadashi fasting and Amrish Maharaj Ekadashi are different in terms of how we observe it. Ekadashi is the same. Amrish Maharaj fasted for the whole year without water on Ekadashis, huh? 
And Ekadashis actually starts, you know what happens usually in Ekadashis? The day before we start feasting. Huh? And then the, on the day of Ekadashis, the change of diet. Feast continues. We have Ekadashi pizza, Ekadashi this, Ekadashi that, everything is there. Huh? And the next day is another back to regular diet. So this Ekadashi these days is just a change of diet. But it is not like that. Ekadashi, if you want to see magic in your life, if you want to see magic in your spiritual life, dear devotees, please do Ekadashi nicely. Your heart will be transformed into a place which is suitable for Lord to recite. Ekadashi is very special significance in the life of a devotee. So Amrish Maharaj was, was doing Ekadashi for the whole year. He was doing Nirjala. So it was about to, it was, it was time for him to break that bow of whole year. At the same time, he was, uh, that Parana time was there on Dwadashi. It was Dwadashi day. The Parana time was there. And at that time, he happened to see Durvasamuni coming to his house. So what will one do? Durvasamuni is coming. Amrish Maharaj welcomed him. And he, he requested uh, Durvasamuni, please come and take Prashad. Durvasarishi said, no, no, I have to go and take bath. So Durvasarishi goes for a bath in Yamuna. And he purposefully takes longer. He waits there for, for a time so that the Dwadashi Parana time should pass by. And then he plans to return. So while in the meanwhile, Amrish Maharaj was thinking, what should I do? So he consulted the Brahmanas. What should one do? And they suggested, Brahmanas suggested that it is better to drink water. Water breaks the fast at the same time does not break the fast. Durvasamuni he, he sees, he was in the meditation, keeping his, his merit, he was meditating on Amrish Maharaj and he finds out that Amrish Maharaj has drink water. Immediately, as soon as he drank water, Amrish, this Durvasarishi came on from the Yamuna, started walking straight to Amrish Maharaj. He said, you rascal, this and that, you, 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 you have broken your vow, you don't know how to take care of the guest, this and that, everything. And then he said, you need to be punished. So he manifested a demoness from his hair. So he was, his yogic power he was using for troubling devotees. If you have some, if you are a powerful person and if you are using that for serving the Lord, it will benefit you. You will get more opulence. But if you are a demon, if you are, if, if you are using your power of troubling devotees, then you are going to suffer. It's very simple calculations. So Durvasarishi is a very powerful demon. He was a powerful personality. He manifested a demon and that demoness went and attacked Amrish Maharaj. But before it could attack Amrish Maharaj, what was Amrish Maharaj's situation? He just folded his hands. He had complete faith in the Lord. He did not even move an inch. Mari be rakhi be icha tomar. The devotees of the Lord, they are completely depending on the Supreme Lord's mercy. Pure devotees. There are two ways. In the, in the problems, if you are in problem, there are two ways. You can solve the problem or the Lord, the Lord can solve the problem. You can solve the problem, you don't know the problem will get solved. But if you depend on the Lord and allow the Lord to solve the problem, the Lord will solve the problem. So Amrishwara simply folded his hands and accepted what was happening as the will of the Lord. But as soon as that Kritya was coming near Amrish Maharaj, Sudarshan from behind came and killed Kritya and it started going behind Durvasarishi. And Durvasarishi, he was such a powerful yogi, he started traveling 
all across the globe in all their directions in all the all the mountains all the planetary systems everywhere he went to protect himself from sudarshan chakra but sudarshan was very upset durvasarishi was telling sudarshan was behind him burning the body of durvasarishi durvasarishi then went to brahma brahma ji's abode finally decided let me go to brahma he went to brahma ji's abode when he went to brahma ji's abode he said hey baba wo kya kar raha hai aap bhai niklo why are you here Brahma ji sent to Durvasa, why are you here? Oh, why, what is happening? Why is Sudarshana coming here? Sudarshana will burn my abode. He said, I offended Amrish. Oh, you offended Amrish. You belong to, you belong to Lord Shiva. You go to Lord Shiva. So Durvasa went to Kailash. Durvasa entered Kailash and he said, Shivji, please protect me. And Lord Shiva saw Sudarshana coming. What did you do? Well, I offended Amrish. Oh, you go to Vaikundanath. You go to Vaikundanath. Shiva said this Sudarshan belongs to Vaikundanath you go there don't trouble he don't come here i cannot help you in this situation so he so durvasarishi was so powerful that he could he was able to enter vaikunta now this vaikunta is prapanchika vaikunta this is not the maha vaikunta every universe has a local vaikunta office it is prapanchika vaikunta <laughs> prapanchika vaikunta he entered there four kumaras went there jayvij incident took there it is also called as shwetadeep it is also called as dhruvaloka so it is localized 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 vaikuntha loka so so durvasarishi went there and he surrendered himself unto the lotus feet of the lord sarva dharman parittajya mamay kam sharanam raja aham tam sarva pape vibhokshishami masucha he surrendered himself unto the lotus feet of the of the supreme personality of godhead for the first time in the history the someone has surrendered to the lord and the lord said i'm sorry durvasa i cannot help <laughs> but lord he started offering durvasa started offering lord lord with various prayers my dear lord you you said that you one who surrenders to you yes but you offended my dear devotee i reside in the heart of amrish amrish resides in my heart you rascal how did you deal how did you offend amrish i cannot help even is my sudarshana but i cannot stop him he is so you decide now my dear lord please give me a solution if amrish forgives you then we can then he if amrish protects you then sudarshana will be pacified so from vaikuntha durvasarishi goes straight back to amrish maharaj and for one complete year my dear friends for one complete year amrish maharaj was folding his hands <coughs> i mean amrish maharaj was staying waiting for durvasa to come back and as soon as he saw durvasa coming after one year for whole year he just drank water for one complete year he was on water and he came back amrish maharaj welcomed him he was offering this prostrate dandavats to durvasa uh, to, to amrish maharaj durvasa muni and he amrish maharaj lifted durvasa muni he embraced him and he said please save me from dadashana i have i have offended you my dear amrish please save me so amrish maharaj started offering various prayers to sudarshana to pacify him but sudarshana was not getting pacified finally he said If Lord Hari is pleased with me, with my devotion, then you will pacify. Maybe you pacified. He pacified, and Sudarshan went back. Then, what will what will we do after the whole incident? Chalvai Durvasa, nikal ja. Amrish Maharaj welcomed Durvasa. He fed Durvasa, served him nicely, washed his lotus feet, fed him, and after that, he ate the remnants of Durvasa Rishi. 
and then durvasa rishi at that time durvasa told today i understood the glories of bhakti bhakta and bhagwan that is the glories of devotional service किसका शरण लेना चाहिए भाई भगवान का शरण लेना चाहिए योगा फिगा करके कुछ नहीं होने वाला है फर्दर इन दाइन्थ कैंटो देर डिस्क्रिप्शन अबाउट शोबरी मुनी शोबरी मुनी वॉज अ ग्रेट सेंट ऑफेंडेड गरुडा एंड वाई फेल डाउन ऑफेंडेड गरुडा गरुडा यूज टू कम एंड ही वॉज शोबरीर यमुना so garuda used to come pick up the fish big big fish and used to go away it was natural food for him so sobri muni he thought let me let me show him my power so he said garuda you cannot come here if you come here i will kill you you will you will die here he cursed so garuda out of respect for sobri muni he said fine i will not come so garuda used to sit out, out, outskirts of vrindavan ah huh? if you have been to vrindavan how many of you been to vrindavan Have you been to Garud Govind Mandir? Yes. Chhatigara ke pass mein, near Chhatigara. That is the place where Garud used to reside, and there, from there, used to witness all the pastimes, because he is not allowed inside. Hmm. So, so Garuda <coughs> expected that, but Shobri Muni, because of offending Garudji, he fell down from his yogic position, and he 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 got married to fifty fifty wives, and but then he realized his mistake. He begged forgiveness from. Garuda, and then all along with all the fifty wives, he took one of Rasta. He perfected his life, and he went to the abode of the Lord. Then, the further there is a description of Lord Ramchandra's pastimes. We all know Lord Ramchandra's pastimes. So I'm not focusing more on that. Lord Ramchandra's pastimes described, and then uh, the very famous pastimes of uh, Purorava Maharaj uh, uh, been enchanted by Urvashi. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Urvashi was a celestial lady. She got married to uh, Purorava Maharaj. and urvashi uh, left purura maharaj and went to the abode went to her heavenly abode and purura maharaj in separation and uh, there was lot of to and fro here and there and purura maharaj was crying 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 finally all of a sudden he saw his own wife somewhere and then they again met and they said please you know uh, and uh, uh, finally uh, purura maharaj was able to attain they were together ultimately Somehow or other, you know, there is a lot detailed description is there, and then there is a then there is a description of Parshuram, uh, how Parshu Lord Parshuram in the ninth canto it is described how Lord Parshuram killed the twenty one generations uh, of Shatriyas were were killed by Parshuram ji because all were ascetic people, adharmic people, they're fo- they're followers of adharma, so Parshuram killed all of them. Uh, So then, further comes the life of Yati Maharaj, a triangular love story. Hmm. Yati Maharaj had two wives. One was Devayani, one was Sharmista. Devayani was the daughter of Shukracharya. Sharmista was the daughter of King Varshaparva. So, so Devayani and Sharmista, all of Sharmista had one thousand uh, maid servants as her friends, and Devayani was the daughter of Shukracharya. So all of them were friends. They were playing together. So once once they decided let let us go and play some uh, sports in the water so while they they removed all their clothes and they were spending they were do, doing water sports and then at suddenly lord shiva came along with parvati on the on the bull and on the on the bull and all of them they they were afraid that if lord shiva sees them taking bath like this then he will curse him so all of them hurried to the to get their clothes 
and then by mistake Sharmishta took Devyani's clothes and uh, and that pissed off Devyani and then they even started chastising uh, Sharmishta that how dare you rascal huh? you are uh, uh, you are uh, you are our disciple Shukracharya <coughs> Shukracharya's disciple was Varshaparva and Varshaparva's daughter was Sharmishta and Sharmishta happened to it was an emergency situation. It was not a big deal. In emergency situation, she just took Devyani's clothes. And uh, so that offended Devyani and Devyani started chastising Sharmishta. And Sharmishta in back started chastising Devyani. Huh? And then Devyani had a power. 1000 maids with her. Powerful. Always remember when you have power, you're in a situation, do not show your powers. Hmm? Use, use intelligence. Because power can come back in a, in a different way, you know. So, Sarmishta told all the maidservants, Hey, take this Devani, remove all her clothes and throw in the well. So, they threw her in the, in the well. And at that time, King Ayati, who was Nahush Maharaj's son, King Ayati, huh? he, was, he was in the same forest. King Ayati was also uh, the king who was ruling uh, the major portion of the world. And that King Ayati happened to be in that same garden where she was put, Devyani was put and he was thirsty. So he happened to go to the well and he sees down. He said, oh, there is a young girl. Huh? But his mind, although she was naked, his mind did not go there. He always thought that she's Praja for, for a king. That was, the, that, was the, that was how the mental equanimity of those people during that time that they used to see that their mind never used to get contaminated. So they saw, and his, King Gayati saw Devyani, and he gave his clothes to her, and then he offered his hand, and he brought her outside. As soon as she came outside, Devyani said, "Because you caught my hand, you are my husband." And Gayati Mara said, "Papa, I just helped you. I just helped you come out of. I just helped you come out of from the, you know." Uh, come out from the well and you are telling me that I, you are my uh, wife. Huh? Huh? He said, but who are you? I am the daughter of Shukracharya Bhavare. Daughter of Shukracharya, he is really respected. How You are a you are Brahman, I am a Kshatriya, this marriage cannot happen. Chapter close. He said, no, 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 I have been cursed, cursed by Kutch that I have to marry Kshatriya only. I cannot marry Brahmana. So you are my husband. It's all arrangement by the providence. <laughs> You see, I am here, you are here. Huh? So, please accept me. He said, yes, okay, I will accept you. But if your your father should come with the proposal, I will not go. Okay, so he said, okay, fine. So, Devani goes back, expresses all the incidents to, uh, explains all the incidents to about Sharmishta and everything, about her falling in the well and how Yati Maharaj came to, to Guru Shukracharya, to his father Shukracharya. And she inspires him or, or tells him, Please come and chastise Sharmishta and, and all the whole family. Reject these people. And then out of love for his daughter, Shukracharya starts walking uh, to Varshaparva's kingdom. And Varshaparva realizes that and Varshaparva comes walking himself. And he, he offers himself to Shukracharya and says, My dear Shukracharya ji, Shama kar dijiye. Bhul ho gai. Bacche hai, hum log aapke bacche hai. Uh, he understood that if Shukracharya becomes upset, he loses his kingdom and everything. He said, if you please my, if you please my uh, daughter, if you can satisfy her, I have no problem. So, Varshaparva goes to Devyani and says, What do you want? I don't want anything much. I just want that all your daughter and all the maid servants, thousand maid servants, they should all be servants for life to me. 
सुदृश्य प्रवास गोस्ट शर्मिष्ठ बेटा कर दे मांजा बिकम एक्सेप्ट सो फॉर द बेनिफिट ऑफ द होल फैमिली शर्मिष्ठा एक्सेप्टेड टू बिकम द मेड सर्वेंट ऑफ देवयानी फॉर द होल लाइफ टाइम इज पावरफुल डियर डिवोटिज डू नॉट प्ले विथ इट टाइम एंड टाइम अगेंस्ट आई एम एक्सप्रेसिंग दिस पॉइंट टाइम इज पावरफुल डू नॉट प्ले विथ इट देवयानी गॉट मैरिड टू एयाती शुक्राचार्य कॉल्ड एयाती महाराज दैट वेरी नाइस यू गॉट मैरिड माई ब्लेसिंग्स टू यू बट मेक श्यूर नेवर्स नेवर गेट मैरिड टू शर्मिष्ठा सो देवयानी दैट वॉज अ वॉर्निंग यून माई शुक्राचार्य इफ यू गेट मैरिड टू शर्मिष्ठा आई पुट यू इन ट्रबल so to devyani god devyani sorry yati maharaj very nicely he had two children she from yati maharaj had two children from her and then one fine day sarvishta approached yati maharaj said you are kshatriya i am a kshatriya ha huh? and i and therefore i want that i should you should marry me please get married to me otherwise i am i am here serving in your kingdom staying in your home and and kshatrani and you you will you will not marry me whom will i marry so please accept me Yati Maharaj, although he remembered the words of Shukracharya, he accepted Sharmista as his wife, and then he begot three children from her. And one fine day, the whole family together was playing in the same garden, and Devyani happened to see three children of Sharmista, and he said, "Hey, Baba, this looks like my husband. He goes, he goes, and who is he goes and asks that children, who is your who is your mama? He said, Sharmista. Who is your papa? Well, Yati." <laughs> Sarmista Deviyane did not even bother to go back to the to Yayati Maharaj asking what happened and everything. She started walking straight straight to Shukracharya ji. You are intelligent. Straight to Shukracharya. That king Yayati who fought so many battles, he was victorious in all those battles and who was ruling the whole world. That Yayati Maharaj when he heard that he that that his wife Deviyane is going to. Shukracharya ji, he started. He started. He came running behind without chappals, and he was my dear, my my dear, my dear wife, Priya, this and that with so many beautiful words, and he was glorifying her. And said, "Galti ho gayi, dubara nahi hoga." Ye, wo sab kuch kar diya, sab kuch bol. Everything he said, used all the ways, and finally he put himself down at the feet of Devani. Please stop. Don't go to Shukracharya. But Devani kicked Yati Maharaj. That king Yati, who was ruling the whole world, was kicked by Devyani. Yet you rascal! And then finally, Devyani reached Shukracharya. Shukracharya cursed her, cursed him uh, to become an old man. And when Yati Maharaj became an old man, same as age of Shukracharya, Yati Maharaj started laughing. You rascal! You spoiled the life of your own daughter. Now, if your your daughter is not satisfied, now you what you will what you will do? and so devyani devyani then uh, was in an unusual situation for her daughter so shukracharya said that okay i give you benediction but you can exchange your old old age with with with, with someone else and who said are you mad shukracharya ji are you mad who will exchange who will exchange my my old age with his youth are you mad no no you will find someone i bless you go go please go huh So finally, he went to his own son from Devyani's son. Devyani's son rejected. Second son rejected. Then he finally went to Sharmista's son. Hmm? First son rejected. Second son rejected. Third son was Puru. He said, "My dear father, I am very sorry that I could not. I, I, you are asking me. I should. I am offering myself. Please, you give your uh, you, old age to me. Accept my youth." Hmm? 
there are four kinds of disciples or four kinds of sons first kind categories if if one understands the mood of the father and the son serves him accordingly without the father saying it understanding that my father wants this so i need to serve him that is the first class son first class disciple second class is that the that the father or the spiritual master has to give instructions to the son that is second class third is the the spiritual master the father gives instructions but the disciple considered it's as a burden sosta sala pure sansar mein gurudev ko nahi mila ye jo this kind of consciousness that this kind considering the service to the guru as a burden this third class category the fourth category ha huh, is is that when after hearing so much instructions and uh, even if understanding the father needs something the spiritual master needs something and he knows the instruction is given still he does not follow he is not a disciple he is a mutra so <clears throat> this is how the uh, youth was exchanged yati maharaj got the got the got the youth he he was he was serving he was enjoying with his wife for so many thousand one thousand years and after thousand years yati maharaj he heard the past times of yati maharaj was a religious person he was performing yagyas and everything and he happened to hear the life of amrish maharaj and his life transformed after hearing life of amrish maharaj how amrish maharaj was serving as a great as a being a great king elevated king how he was serving the supreme lord and then yati maharaj looked at himself that he is not serving so so lovingly so that li- that narad muni gave instruction to yati maharaj and uh, he explained the life of uh, uh, amrish maharaj to him and his life transformed yati maharaj went to forest took one prastha went to forest perfected his life so that that is how then there is a dynasty of puru maharaj dynasty of bharat maharaj dynasty of angamida and the dynasty of sons of yati and everything is explained and then the same line comes lord shri krishna and there is the whole 10th canto of shrimad bhagavatam uh so lord so i'll just very quickly so lord krishna's birth is explained how he how he killed putna when he was 6 years 6 months 6 days old then he killed trinavart then he killed uh, then how lord he showed universal form uh, to his mother yashoda and how mother yashoda bound lord krishna that is explained and then <clears throat> lord krishna's jalud uh, pastimes are explained in the 10th canto and then how his killing of demon nagasur and uh, uh, brahma wanted to steal the uh, lord krishna's uh, uh, boys but he could not mm. and uh, it is very interesting uh, pastimes of uh, brahma was uh, you know uh, brahma was uh, considering himself uh, that he knows everything about krishna uh, and brahma then uh, went to uh, because when he got the news that lord krishna has killed aghasur uh, it is very interesting to know how is someone killed aghasur uh, he is he a supreme lord but when brahma goes there to see the lord the lord was playing some trick he was playing one sweet pastimes they all the boys were sitting together and one of the boys Uh, they're all eating prashada food together and one of the boys said uh, that my dear lord uh, oh krishna this 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 sweet is so nice is so delicious and krishna just caught hold of that boy's neck brought that sweet outside krishna went there and from that his mouth he picked up the pick, picked up that sweet and he said yeah it is really delicious hmm? and then brahma ji saw this and brahma said this is cannot be my krishna supreme lord cannot be like this i mean come on ha kya at karta hai 
भगवान लॉर्ड कृष्णा विल डू लाइक दिस सुप्रीम लॉर्ड विल डू लाइक दिस सो ब्रह्मा जी लेट मी ट्रस्ट ट्रस्ट कृष्णा लेट्स सो ब्रह्मा now there was original coward boys and just two minutes just pay high attention here huh? there are there are uh, original boys and original cows cows are there right brahma comes okay brahma comes and he wants to kidnap the boys and the calves huh then there was a situation when their boys were eating food the calves went in forest So Krishna told the boys, "You sit. I will go. Bring the cows. Come back. Okay. So Krishna gets up, starts walking. Brahma comes and makes an attempt to kidnap that that cows first. Mahamaya, what it does it? Mahamaya, the potency. How can Brahma kidnap the? eternal associates of the lord it is not possible so so mahamaya creates a duplicate set of boys and brahma was cheated brahma was cheated he takes away the duplicate set of boys as uh, so the calves then he takes away the duplicate set of boys also so mahamaya creates that original boys original calves are protected under yogamaya that is going on separate undisturbed krishna is going he is gone to bring back that calves right now here dear devotees please pay attention the trick is here krishna expands himself into unlimited number of uh, same number of boys same number of calves and he for one complete year he stays in braj and experiences that vatsalaras of the mothers and the and the cows now there are three sets of boys please pay attention here not two one the original yogamaya protected by yogamaya that undisturbed the cows are there uh, the boys are there boys are eating prasad cows are on the forest that is covered by yogamaya it is beyond the time hmm? for them time is just their fire is old boys this uh, the time is stopped there for them the yogamaya is and in that from that lila krishna comes out for one year complete one year krishna expands himself into boys and calves and he goes and enjoys the vasanalas okay for brahma he goes and returns back one year is passed brahma comes back he sees he sees that everything is normal he does not brahma does not does not see the original covered boys does not see the original calves for him he gets bewildered he sees all the calves are there all the everything is there and then krishna shows him that everything is vishnu tatva Brahma ji comes. He sees that everything is same. So who are this? This is original or this is original? Brahma gets bewildered, and then finally Krishna shows him the all that all, everybody is Vishnu Tattva. So Brahma gets bewildered, and then when Brahma gets bewildered, he prays, "Please forgive me." And then the Lord raises the curtain of Yogamaya, and then Brahma sees the original coward boys, original calves which are which are there, and in that. little time space for that boys hmm? for that boys uh, the original covered boys and the original covered the calves who are with under protection of yogamaya so krishna uh, is there with them brings the calves back and they are, krishna goes and talks to his his covered boy friends and uh, uh, that i came back hmm? i came back but in that little time of that 4 uh, 5 minutes you know 
till the krishna goes and brings the calves and come back krishna fitted the whole one year in that so it will actually three sets of voice not two brahma's one when the curtain was raised the yogmaya's curtain was raised ha huh? mahavaya's curtain was raised so that mahamaya's voice which were brahma that disappeared this vishnu that was disappeared and the original boys were there original calves were there so that is brahma bhavanda hari krishna and further there is a description about uh, uh, how krishna killed the dhenuka how krishna chastised kaliya you know kaliya one of the things kaliya was in ramanag dweep and kaliya was uh, how did kaliya find out about that place that garuda cannot come in that place that shabari shabari many past times garuda cannot come in nandavans how did kaliya find out narad muni was the one narad muni was the guru of kaliya as per jiva goswami pad narad muni was the guru of kaliya narad muni told kaliya that there is a place called as vrindavan go to vrindavan and be there and you will get delivered so narad muni was responsible of that also like that there is <coughs> there krishna's uh, uh uh krishna's <coughs> glorifying uh, the, the song of the flute is mentioned now it is very quickly we'll wind up quickly then krishna lifting govardhan hill and uh, then gopi geet is mentioned and how uh, how the <coughs> how how the rasalila was performed all these things are mentioned and uh, then then how akurura came and took uh, krishna away and uh, how krishna uh, killed kamsa and how how krishna in one night he shifted the whole mathura to dwarka uh, when uh, <coughs> and about how krishna kidnaps rukmini and rukmini and krishna's marriage and all this past times are described in detail and uh, once narad muni visits uh, dwarka uh, and when narad when narad muni visited dwarka there was a very unusual thing which happened the 16000 palaces krishna is there in all the 16000 palaces so narad muni goes to each one of the palaces and krishna is welcoming narad muni that in all the in all the palaces he is coming for the first time i mean narad muni just was krishna just met narad muni in the satyabhama's house and he welcomed him to care of them now narad muni comes out from that palace enters here in the rukmini's palace so krishna is welcoming narad muni like this and then Ruk, narad rukmini narad ji has come so narad muni becomes bewildered he went so he goes to all the 16000 uh, head houses and he gets bewildered bhagwan krila adbhut bhaiya so and then uh, the past times about uh, you know then we come to uh, krishna sudama past sudama past times about uh, how the krishna uh, and sudama's friendship has been glorified and then uh, uh, about a lot of past times about uh, how lord shiva saved vrakasura there was a past times in the in the 10th canto where once uh, there was a person called vrakasura vrakasura was a devotee of lord shiva so vrakasura was performing tapasya and lord shiva was not getting pleased so he offered himself and offered it to lord shiva cut his whole body body everything and offered to lord shiva and finally lord shiva has to come he is ashutosh he came and lord shiva did a big mistake he came with his wife parvati hmm? so when vagrasura saw parvati he became bewildered he said what is this beautiful woman doing with, with shiva she should be with me hmm? so lord this vagrasura uh, he <clears throat> he asked for a boon from lord shiva what is a boon he said if whom whoever had i keep my hand he will be turned into ashes ha so vrakasura said okay well, lord shiva said okay ha and so vrakasura started running behind lord shiva and then he then lord shiva 
was it said in the 10th canto it is in the uh, 88th chapter uh, lord shiva was uh, you know uh, running around and he hid himself and he prayed to vamana dev please come and help save me so vamana dev lord krishna came as brahmana vamana dev he said hey vikrasur excuse me vikrasur where are you going why are you running around no no i am looking for lord shiva what is the problem no 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 i he gave me this uh, boon so he explained everything he gave me this boon and i saw his beautiful wife his wife is good and i want to marry her and then lord shiva you know is he's he's actually i want to kill him ha huh? I, obstacle on my in my in my love, you know. So I just want to finish him off. So Vikrasa said, "You, Lord Vamanda said, are you okay? You believe in Lord Shiva? Don't you know that since the time he was got cursed by that Prajapati Daksha, he lost all his power, and and you know, his his boons and benedictions doesn't work these days." I said, "What are you saying? Really? Are you did not test? Have you tested on someone? No, he's the first person I'm testing." No, 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 you try. You put it on your head, Baba. You try, try. No, put. Are you? He gave benediction to you. Did something happen in your hand? Nothing. This, you same hand, right? What is, what is, what is, what is wrong with this? Nothing, right? Everything is the same. Your hand, right? If something happened, no. Just try it. No, put. Then he puts on his head and he finishes there. Hmm? And then, then comes the eleventh canto of. Uh, Shrimad uh, Bhagavatam in the eleventh canto, uh, there is a description about how uh, Lord Krishna, when he was about to depart from this world, something happened. Lord Krishna comes; he comes at the appeal of the demigods and the Brahma. And Krishna goes; he goes with the appeal of the demigods and Brahma. So Lord Krishna was in Dwarka, and all that uh, <clears throat> Yadu dynasty was uh, was cursed to to get extinguished, to get finished. So Lord Lord Krishna was in Dwarka, and the Brahma and demigods come, and they say, "My dear Lord, your time for going has come. But still, if you want to continue, it's your sweet will. But our work is done. You yes, now you can go." So Lord, after the demigods went, after Brahma went, uh, the Lord invites all the Dwarka vases in the Sudarma assembly, and they said, "We have to go now to to Prabhashetra. Uh, we have to go to Prabhashetra now." So before, just before that. Uh, they could go uddhava came to to meet krishna in dwarka uddhava understood that krishna is going that's right? so uddhava came and they had some intimate discussions there that is uddhava gave that is the 11th canto of shrimad bhagavatam it's a long description and it also has just like krishna spoke bhagavad gita to arjuna there are 23 chapters where krishna spoke uddhava gita to arjuna hmm? that is very important chapters those same same things are explained in much detail in the 11th canto of bhagavatam then then there is also the description about 24 gurus mm-hmm. so uh, and uh, that that is also explained in the 11th canto of bhagavatam coming to the 12th canto of bhagavatam is the degraded dynasties of kaliyuga mm-hmm. <laughs> the symptoms of kaliyuga and all these things are descri- described and how maharaj parishit passes away maharaj parishit after hearing all the entire shrimad bhagavatam mm-hmm. he Uh, he prays to his gurudev uh, that anujani hi mam brahman vascham yashyam yadokshaje mukta kama shayam cheta pravesh misrajam yasun that gurudev by hearing bhagavatam from you from my existence is purified now please shower your causeless blessings on me and allow me to uh, give up my body allow me to give up my life and quit my uh, my body 
now remember that takshak was going to come to kill parikshit maharaj he was cursed to die in 7 days this is the 7th day going on shukdev goswam is speaking entire bhagavatam this is the 7th day going on takshak is going to come but before takshak would come parikshit maharaj is requesting shukdev goswam gurudev please allow me to resign my speech allow me to give up my life let him and attend the uh, uh, supreme destination shukdev goswam is tathastu maharaj parikshit before takshak would come He sits in meditation, fixes his mind under lotus feet of Lord Abhukshaj, and he gives up his life. Takshak came. He burned the dead body of Parikshit Maharaj. But Parikshit Maharaj, before the curse could could act on him, Shrimad Bhagavatam delivered Parikshit Maharaj. And by the mercy of Shrimad Bhagavatam, by the mercy of Shukdev Goswami, Parikshit Maharaj attained the Vaikuntha planet. And Takshak came and burned the dead body of Parikshit Maharaj. and then uh, there is a description about all the puranic literatures there are 18 kinds of 18 different kinds of puranic literatures there are sub puranas also so all the description is there then there is markandeya rishi markandeya rishi wanted to see the illusory maya of the lord yeah. so markandeya so rishi sees the devastation markandeya rishi was praying to lord that he wants to see uh, his maya because devotees are such they, they are such devotees that never see maya Markandeya, <laughs> Markandeya Shiva says that he wanted to. He prayed to the Lord, "My dear Lord, please show me your Maya. I have never seen that Maya." So said, "Definitely, I'll show you." So Markandeya Shiva was sitting in his ashram, and all of a sudden, the whole cosmic manif everything changed, and the and the devastation started happening. And Markandeya Shiva was flo- floating, floating, floating for so many thousands of years. He saw everything, all the destruction taking place. It's very nice description. And then finally, he sees a little boy floating on a leaf. Uh, and that little boy is keeping uh, uh, eating, eating, eating his own own lot, own toe. And Markandeya saw that, and that little boy drank everything. So Markandeya <laughs> went inside, uh, and then so many things happened. And again, after seeing everything, Markandeya got bewildered. And but then he was still after some while he could realize he was still still sitting in that ashram office, and he was very peaceful. So he also pleased uh, Lord Shiva and got benediction. From from Lord Shiva also, and Lord Shiva and Uma glorified Markandeya Rishi, and there is a summary description of uh, the entire Shrimad Bhagavatam. What has been described is that is also described there, and then there is the glories of Shrimad Bhagavatam. So the characteristics of Shrimad Bhagavatam and characteristics of Lord Krishna are the same. Hmm. So Lord Krishna and Shrimad Bhagavatam not different from each other. So dear devotees, we discuss this Bhagavatam in three hours of discussion, but. Shrimad Bhagavatam is uh, is like an ocean, you know. We just summarize it, but every akshar, uh, every akshar of Shrimad Bhagavatam has lot of meanings, and that's why so many acharyas have written so many commentaries on it. This we did just gave you glimpse of what is Bhagavatam, not even glimpse I'll say. Uh, this is very small, but Shrimad Bhagavatam is an ocean. If we as devotees If you want to dive in the ocean of uh, Krishna consciousness, then you have to dive deep. If you on the shore, you'll get fish. If you want to get gem, then you have to dive deep. So we as devotees, we should try to go deep in Shrimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. So please take shelter of Shrimad Bhagavatam. There is a Bhagavatam set to be. They have bought a Bhagavatam set. If you want to buy a Bhagavatam set, please take that. How to read Shrimad Bhagavatam? 
I'll give you a very simple technique of reading Srimad Bhagavatam. There are 335 chapters in Srimad Bhagavatam. There are 18,000 verses in Srimad Bhagavatam. It's a vast literature, but it's Krishna himself. Simply by taking shelter of this one literature, you can easily cross this science of material, this ocean of material existence. Okay, so <clears throat> Srimad Bhagavatam uh, has 335 chapters. So one chapter per week, can read how it is very simple the verse calculate the verse of the in in one chapter let's say the first chapter has 23 verses divide that by 7 you'll get 3.5 verses with per uh, 3.5 verses to be read every day right so with purport you can read it takes 15 20 minutes per day like that every week one chapter you can cover then go to the next chapter then go to the next chapter like that Next chapter is thirty-four verses divided by seven. It is four verses per per day, something like that. Four to five verses per day. So like that, chapter by chapter, we can proceed and do excellent Rashmat Bhagavatam. I can promise you that your life will completely change. Your feelings for the Lord, your love for the Lord, your love for the devotees, your appreciation for Krishna consciousness, your your whole existence will be transformed if you take shelter of Rashmat Bhagavatam. So thank you so much for your patiently. hearing the entire shrimad bhagavatam i was not i i, I was cons- i was mai mai sochta tha ki tum log sab bore ho jaoge i mean you might go away or something but all glories to you my sincere prayers to shrimad bhagavatam that may this congregation who all have sat here 